Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Uncle Levi coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store. This is the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. Enjoy. It's the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. Comedy Podcast. And Comedy podcast and the, hey. hey, crack them up, crack them up. It's the crack them up comedy Ad-libs. podcast. Ad-libs. Hey, comedy podcast and the, comedy podcast hey. and the, hey, crack them up, crack them up. Comedy <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry, I'm no help on that. At the comedy store, Listen, if this was in a shower, uh-huh. I would join in. You'd be killing I'm it. So in nice shower. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely just want to. The shower gave you that fresh, moist echo. Luckily, the uh, best host in the land has an angelic voice. So we have a, know, a great intro. Let's talk about the other best host in the land. <laughs> okay. Who took a break? Now, um, <laughs> you know, this is Crack em Up. This is Crack em Up. So I'm just going to have to ask right away yes. where is your pink slip? From last week's disappearance. Listen, if, okay, if, we need a doctor's note. I say if I had health insurance, I would give a doctor's note. Oh, oh, but, okay. Yeah, so, so we're gonna need one from you uh, know, now um, somebody grandma, somebody cousin, something you know. Uh, I I wasn't sick, thank goodness. Um, but you guys held it down. First of all, I listened in. You did. W- Willie Mack. Talking about saving the day, not even saving the day. He was just awesome as he always is. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's funny. Yeah, uh, it was a great show. It was a great show. How was last week though? Like it was fun last week, yeah. but we missed you last week. Listen, um, I missed you guys. You I, know, I would have much rather been here. I promise you. I said what it what it was is. Um, see what happens is <laughs> that let the the week before was my birthday. Yes. Okay. Yes. And see, I I noticed that. First of all, thank you so much for holding it down too, because you really. I, I I'm I'm trying not to say hold it down anymore. Thanks so much for holding it up. Okay, because okay. it was on and popping. It was a lot um, going on. People it, really wanted to celebrate your birthday, and um, More and I you. was I could not stay awake. Okay, so you really just. I mean, when I was listening back to the podcast, you was just like, I got it. I'll ask the questions. I, I got the conversation going. I see you falling asleep. But all of that work had you tired out. So that's <laughs> nah, why you missed last week. No, nah, listen, like, it, it was your birthday and you could feel the energy in the room. Um, and yeah, so we just, you know, made sure you didn't have to do too much heavy lifting. But Ooh. you're back in full force. Full force and sober. And sober. And sober. <laughs> and sober. Let's celebrate that. Sober. Okay. I mean, not that I'm not sober all the time, but you know, yes. still that shot of Patron. Like, I just, you know, you it can't will, just be drinking and then sitting down. That's not. It, it's something. I don't know if it's like 30, 32, 30, like whatever age it is, you go from like you could drink an entire bottle of gasoline. To like two shots and you gotta leave. You're like you're out of here. I can never drink an entire bottle. You know like what I mean. I'm one of those that people that uh, th- yeah, that was just you, Trap. <laughs> that was just you drinking an entire bottle of gasoline. <laughs> First oh, wow. of all, shout out to all the people on Instagram Live. Yes, uh, Erica Edwards, Erica D. Edwards, Aaron Wesley, um, Jen Vers. I can't see shit, y'all. Listen, guys, these are eyes of a 43 year old. Okay. There we go. Um, and I've been celebrating 43 all like since I turned it. Listen, why why wouldn't you? Uh, I, let me just tell you what I celebrated with today. Okay, I finally got my sewing machine going. Whoa. Finally got my sewing machine. Now that is some 43 year old shit trap. 
I have a question though. What does that even mean though? When you well, got my, it, like, I got it. okay. So my cousin bought me a sewing machine because you know I make earrings. Okay. So my cousin bought me a sewing machine. Like, up, oh, get it going, girl. Okay, and the sewing machine's been sitting there collecting dust for the last like nine months. Okay. Whenever she bought it, okay, wow. and um, because I, as a person that does technical work, okay, yes. I dread doing new technical anything I get it. so i'll just let it sit there and be like oh my god something new i gotta learn oh my god get this out of my face and then you know today i was like no i'm wearing these pants <laughs> but these pants got holes in the thighs because you know thighs be rubbing all the pants it's out the, it's the first thing to go yep it's, it the, really first, <laughs> it's the first thing to yes. go all of my jeans that's how they get ruined they get ruined right at the thigh part or if you're like me your your fat jeans become like your regular jeans <laughs> <laughs> and then right when you get like okay like you know what they don't fit that bad then yeah you get the hole so then you get the hole so, so you're repairing the hole so i repair the hole okay. with my sewing machine gotcha. and i'm feeling real grown okay like feeling real 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 grown yeah you know as yeah. grown as as cardi and responsible cardi b and uh and uh, uh offset are feeling offset. celebrating their baby girl yeah that's a beautiful thing <laughs> yes <laughs> They feeling real grown now. They feeling real grown, <laughs> especially now that they can't get any sleep. You know yep. what I mean? That's. Um, I have a. I actually have a son. He's twenty one years old, and I still remember. Actually, he's twenty. Sorry, I still remember having to wake up at like god awful times of the night, like four o'clock, and I'm like, bro, you cannot possibly be hungry right now. But yeah, yeah, babies are real. Oh babies yeah, really real. and you know what? That's the thing is too is. I want a baby, you know, 43, and I'm at that age where I'm just like, oh, God, I don't want to miss the window of opportunity. But I can just tell you, honestly, I just don't, like, (sighs) well, listen, I just don't want to, like, break away from the freedom that I have. But, you know, I want my own, like, baby to, like, love when I do get home, but, like. God, I don't, I don't want to like be stuck in the house. Just so like, you basically want a Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, well, I got one. I have though. two. No, I have two dogs. Okay. Oh, I well, have it's the two same dogs. Thing. You're just leaving with people. Okay. Yeah. And let me just tell you what happened with my dog on the Fourth of July. And then the movie drops, and we get a couple of nannies. Yep. And, That's and, it. And you keep it moving. That's it. And yeah. see, what I'm trying to do is, I'm trying to get the nanny money right now, and then I can just get on there. Listen, just do the regular black people thing. We just like we create the problem and then we fix it. Just had a baby. It'll <laughs> you'll figure it out. Or you won't go anywhere. Oh God. No. <laughs> and that's what I'm scared of. Not going anywhere. Because you know what, when I look at like what you know what the, the problem is too is I I always like I envision me and the baby. I never envision me and the baby and the husband. You know, which is gonna be because I'm yeah. not gonna have a baby without a husband, but I always still envision like Taking my baby everywhere I go you because find you know some wood to knock on. Yeah, and you could you could adopt someone too, and of course, Listen. like you could bring your kid here, and we would we would rear that baby like crazy, like crazy. <laughs> and there's podcasts happening all the time in this room. So you can just leave the baby here and come back, and, and people would be like, well, "We watched your baby during our podcast." So just like the PlayStation. That's <laughs> no one takes that. Nobody. <laughs> PlayStation is fine. There's actually nothing that works better than that PlayStation out there. So, oh God! So go. Win, Lloyd, win. <laughs> Lloyd win. Funny story. I remember being a a, a teenager, uh-huh. uh, and I wasn't like you know crazy like active and like social. Uh-huh. Had my little girlfriend, and I got the news that oh my goodness she's pregnant, right? Uh-huh. And I remember going to my to one of my best friends who's also obviously very young, uh, like eighteen years old, and he was like, you know what, Travis, don't take this the wrong way. 
But I'm just glad it's you and not me because I just there's no I don't know what I would do with a child right now. Little did he know that his girlfriend was pregnant. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a double teen grow up fast so I, type of party. I, I say that to say this. Find some wood to knock on it, but when you're talking about these babies because it will happen. You'll it speak will, it to I mean, I want it to happen, but I'm just like, uh, I want the. Well, let me just speak that I'll be on the Paramount lot. Um, yes. By December, yes. and that way I can just have all the babies I want yes. to. Will Packer, y'all listening? <sighs> Will Tyler Perry, Tyler what, what Perry. Niles, what Tyler, yo Devon please. Franklin, Nick, Devon, please Spielberg, what you on? Spielberg, what kind of time we on right now? Martin Scorsese, the the person that is about to blow that we don't even know yet. Yes, we're gonna all do this together. You know, <laughs> Jerry, shout out to you on my Instagram. Um, first of all. Fourth of July. Let me just tell you what happened with my dog. Oh my God. So it's the it's really the fifth of July. Last week I was okay. doing a podcast. Right. I came home and I guess the fire my dog is very scared of the fireworks. Why wouldn't the dog be a uh, no, my I have two dogs. One is not scared air, yes. at all. Oh wow. Okay, but the other one is scared as shitless of the sound of the fireworks. I get home, I normally keep the dogs in the bathroom, you okay. know, so they can be like safe and yeah. you know what? My dog has jumped out the fucking window. I live on the fourth floor and she has dropped five flights. <sighs> of course I'm going to the landlord. Um, you know, to the building manager, yes. and I'm like knocking on the fucking door, like, yeah. wait, you know what I'm saying? And they're not answering right away, okay? And um, and now I'm knocking on the neighbor's door because I'm wow. knocking on the first floor door that is like in the same line of my apartment because I'm thinking that maybe she's right outside of that window because I don't know what's I, you know. Th- there's just like this hole that you drop in wait. from the bathroom. I slow it down. Yeah, your dog. My dog. Jumped out of your bathroom. Jumped out of my bathroom and you're window. And on the fourth floor. I'm on the fourth floor and drops into the basement. So when I go into the first floor apartment, I'm, I, that's when I notice that there's another floor underneath that she's dropped into. So, of course, I'm waking everybody. I'm like, up, get, like, you're like, I need to see, you know. So the landlord, I mean, the the guy gets up, like the property manager gets up, and then they're like, oh, they was, you know, he's like, listen, listen, calm down. We're going to look for your dog. So we go into the basement. He's like, I don't see her. She's not here. I was like, my fucking dog is here. You know, I'm going, like, you know, when it comes to these dogs, I am a purebred white woman, okay? Get my fucking dogs. You know what I'm saying? Right. So anyway, so he was like, you need to come down. You need to come down. You're not going down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not going down. I'm not going to help you look. So I'm like, what? You're not going to help me look. You know, so it, it. So of course he knew he was out of his mind right then and there. Right. Uh, yeah, but then right we found then. the, we, we found the dog. She was fine. I just took How? it from the vet. No broken bones because she's a little, she's a Jack it's Russell. La Dog James or something? I don't understand. Now I'm talking about Jackie. Her name is Jackie. Jackie the Jack Russell, but Jackie the Jack Russell, Jack Jackie Bond. It's completely okay. Uh, it's completely okay, but you know, got a little swelling and some. But I took it to the vet. No broken bones, no nothing. But let wow. me just tell you, I prayed all night. I mean, every, even when I come home and I see her right now, I just be like, "Thank you so much, Lord." You and my dog. Thanks so much, Lord. You know, we got our first guest coming up oh, in this wow. camp. Great hey, transition. Sienna Jackson the on legend, my line. The legend, the legend, Alex Thomas. Alex Thomas. Listen, hey. y'all. What's Alex on? Thomas on the live yes, on the Instagram. Travis Bond. Nice to meet you, Travis Bond. What's up, four followers? There we go. Alex Thomas, hey. aka 
the funny don't stop. Hey. And I'm going to have to listen. let him be on your bond because I got my questions on my phone. Okay, well, let's ask him. You know, how, first of all, how are you doing? No, can I just tell you what's so crazy? I've been a paid regular here for 25 years, wow. and I had never been underground in this bit. <laughs> that yes. is hysterical. Yes, I'm going to share these. I've been in every single room. This is like when you go back to your old high school. Yeah. And remember when it was so big at one time? Yeah. And you look back, you're like, man, this place is small. Like, And like they've changed is, everything. Yeah, this is kind of like where I grew up, you know, right here at the comedy store. This is where it all started. Rest in peace, Mitzi Shore. She put me on. I know. R.I.P. Mitzi Shore. That microphone is just. I'll just put it up and let it hang. Uh, well, let's just slide you like this microphone. Can it can it fit over here? Let's just slide you. Oh, like, okay. We can take it off too and have you hold it because you know. Check check check. Does just ripped it upstairs. Oh, thank just you. I ripped fun. it upstairs. That nice, and that in that room brings back memories too. Because what <clears> memories does it bring back? I was back? an amateur here. Like let's just say 90, 91, 92. Yeah. You know there was nights, man, where it wow. was like literally crazy. Where the uh, the main rooms packed completely full. Or packed completely full. Belly room packed completely full. And as young comics, we would like literally circulate and get three shows in one night. Wow. Mm. But those are the days when I used to have to go up after Martin and Arsenio and Andrew Dice Clay. Wow. Terry Seinfeld and Jay Leno. Like it was it was crazy. But that's what kind of made me who I am. For you sure. You know what I mean? So Wow. Yeah. So Give us some. I've been in the game a while. Give us some background. That's the stand-up background, but a lot of people don't know that you've been writing for a long time oh, for yeah. other funny people oh, as well. Yeah. Like that was my hustle, man. That's, I you know, always give a shout out to Will Smith because that was my first check in Hollywood. Wow, writing on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and after Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I wrote on Fresh Prince of Bel Air from '93 to '97, so four years. Wow, shit, about eighty-eight episodes. Wow, and what happened was. Uh, you know, we were just going to work having fun every day. Man. Yeah. I didn't realize this was going to end up being one of the biggest shows of all time. It's iconic. Yeah, but it opened up every door for me because after Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, pretty much any black show that came on in the 90s, I was either on it, around it, writing on it, doing guest spots. and right. but, but I started out as a writer. So before I got... Yeah. How many people are listening to this? How long has there been a podcast at the Comedy Store? This is all new There's a lot of podcasts at the Comedy Store. Not oh, just okay. this yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for okay. sure. We've been here like at least six months. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, Every the, Thursday night? Every Thursday night. Thursday night. So, oh, this is cool. And so I just the, ran into Michelle last night. night. She told me about it. I'm like, okay, I'll drive by. And, and here's the concept. You have, you know, you perform upstairs mm-hmm. um, and then... You're kind of just here. Oh, okay. So now we have a platform. You can tell us how it was upstairs. A yeah. lot of people don't know the essence, the, the history. Tell us about your history. Nisha, at the crack- with the belly room or the comedy store in general? Uh, Talk about crack them up with Nichelle? Yes, let's do that. Oh, my since, God. Since the beautiful Nichelle. First of all, I love Nichelle. Yes. Love you too. I love her very much. And <laughs> I'm one of those people that I don't care whether I just left a 5,000-seater in New York or a 3,500-seater in Miami, I will come back and be like, Michelle, can I go up and do 10 minutes? Sure. You know, I'm one of those dudes that I don't give, I can cuss. Yeah. Yes, of course. I don't give a fuck how many people got, I'm always constantly trying to create and come up with new jokes and try different stuff. So the belly room has always been my secret weapon for years, even way before she started doing it. Wow. But it's always great over the years when I see somebody black doing something here. Because I was one of the OGs, like way before there was a black, a so-called black night. Yeah. Right. I was a paid regular here at the comedy store. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when black nights came around, that was just extra. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. A lot of black comics would have never touched these stages if it hadn't have been for, you know, my nights like the Trippin' on Tuesdays back in the day or the yeah. Fat Tuesdays. What year was Trippin' on Tuesdays? I had Trippin' on Tuesday here for a good three to four years, two, 2006 to 2009. Wow. But before that, there was, you know, Fat Tuesday. Now all of a sudden I don't hear myself. No, you're fine. Just keep, keep going. Um, yeah. Guy T had, you know, Fat Tuesdays. But again, I was way before there was a so-called black night. Yeah. But it was just fun because, you know, a lot of people don't realize the comedy store is like Yankee Stadium for comedians. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a ton of baseball stadiums, but you go Yankee Stadium, like one of the most famous of all time. The place where, you know, hey, man, Richard Pryor graced this stage and some of the greats. That's why it was so huge for me when my name went up on this wall. You know what I mean? Like, my yeah. kids will be able to go, like, wow, daddy, you really did that. Like, and my name's been on this wall 10, 15 years now. You oh, know what sure. I mean? So that was, like, a huge accomplishment. As a comic, they used to catch the bus here. What is you the, know what I mean? What, so you're a new comic, you're, you're, uh, but you're from L.A. Born and raised. Born and raised South Central? South Central. Okay. How do you even get on at the comedy store? Like, what's that process like? Like, what happens? I have a crazy story, man. Wow. What's the where story? are you from? You, I, I'm from High Point, North Carolina. Okay, and, and we're New Orleans originally, but you know, Southern New Orleans, How long y'all been here? I've been. Go ahead. I've been here um, six years, okay. and I've only been here three. Okay, so 20 minutes in 15 days. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you remember the riots here in LA? Of course, of course. It was huge. Yes. 92, 93, Rodney yeah. King, shit like that, right? Normandy and Western. Come exactly. Yeah. So there was a huge riot relief show shit. to raise money because the whole city was up in flames. For sure. I had only been doing comedy six months. I actually just ran into some chick doing a show at a church. I was at a church doing like a church function and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, this woman came up to me. It's just like, do you have a manager? Do you have an agent? I'm like, no, I've only been doing comedy six months. Long story short, she was friends with Martin Lawrence and some of the big stars. And she was like, well, we're doing a riot relief show in the main room at the comedy store. All the stars will be there. Just to give you an example, that particular night, Martin Lawrence, Tommy Davidson, Jamie Foxx, Arsenio Hall, Richard Pryor, uh, uh, who else was that? Any black star there was, that was anybody. came to Hollywood, came to Sunset to try to help the city because we were up in flames. Right. And she was like, I'm going to give you a chance. You want to go up and do three to five minutes? I was nervous because I think I only had three minutes. <laughs> but that little three minutes, that night, Mixie Change. Shore was sitting right in the back of the room. Wow. I was ask the about owner. that. Wow. And she came wow. in, oh my God, you're very funny. Come back on Wednesday. What was Wednesday? Was Wednesday the Wednesday open mic Wednesday was like night? two days. Like no, 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 no. She did, she didn't know that I I didn't I didn't tell her that I already did a couple of open mics. Okay. I was just like cool. So I guess I'm in here now. Hey, that's all you needed. It was a it was that, because you were amateurs and you would go on here at the comedy store Monday nights in front of five people early on a Monday. Yeah. Monday is still but going that on. Was like a damn TV special. All these superstars. It was packed, and I had a great set. And wow. She saw me. I became a paid regular, and I had only been doing comedy six months. So I was a paid regular here for 25 years from that day, from that day on. And that was at the time where there was a big beef between Mitzi, yes. Bud Freeman at the, at the Improv, yeah. 
and Jamie Masada at the Laugh Factory. Wow. So there was a big thing back then that you, you had beef? to be kind of loyal. What was the beef? Well, the beef was if you're a paid regular here, you can't be a paid regular there. Oh, God. That's the early 90s. But I surpassed everything. I was a young comic, and all three owners loved me. Bud, Bud Freeman loved me. Okay. Right down at from you know, I went to Fairfax High. I yeah. grew up. I went to high school a block away from the Improv. Wow. On Melrose and La Brea. Wow. So I went there and like Byron Allen, like a lot of star kind of people kind of liked me as a young guy. Yeah. And they would mention my name to these people. And then the Laugh Factory, uh, a couple of like the Wayans, the Wayans family. Yes. They liked me, and so my name was in this. So before I knew it, I was a paid regular at three places. Where that was like unheard of, even that though I was, was within an amateur and I was young, yeah. Now at that time, do you but no like, one knew my name really. So, did you have like your own style, or were you emulating kind of? Or pieces? I never tried to emulate anybody else. I had my own style. Got you. I wasn't one of those dudes that came. Well, I'm gonna sound like only thing that people knew me in the early '90s. If you look at old Def Comedy Jams or old comedy specials, I wore gloves. Because of Eddie Murphy in Raw. <laughs> so I was like, they're not going to know my name, but that little nigga to be wearing them gloves. There's just something that people can re- remember me by. Yeah. But I never did, I never was like, I'm going to sound like Eddie Murphy and get and find my own stuff. No, I just did my own thing. Right. So it was cool because it was a weird situation because even though I was new at stand up comedy, I was already around the entertainment business because I danced on Soul Train for. 10 years. How did you get that get? I was I was the famous nigga in the hood because I was going down the Soul Train line every week. You had to be. So, no, I, you know, I didn't know I was going to do Dancing stand-up. Dancing with Shalimar. Uh, yeah, I was a straight, but <laughs> hip-hop, more Jody hip-hop. Jody Watley. They were below before me. Okay. I, I, I got on Soul Train ninth grade, like 1984. I was on Soul Train with like LL Cool J, Prince, yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Jackson, like hip-hop at first just got started. So, I was do put it this way. When I started doing comedy, 91, 92, people like LL, Guy, Ice Cube, Easy e Dr. Dre, they were like, that little, that little dancer nigga tells jokes now? Wow. The little dancer dude? They be in all the videos? It's like- He, he do saw, comedy now? Yeah, when we saw J-Lo like, on television, we were like, wait a minute. Yeah, and as you know, I, I did the, I was a choreographer for the Fly Girls the first two years of A Living Color. Are you serious? Wow. With Rosie Perez. Oh, my Rosie God. Rosie Perez and I were best friends. Yeah. And she was famous from Soul Are Train. you still friends with her right now? Oh, yeah, we still talk to this day. Oh, and my she God. And was, she was just- you know, Alex, Alex. Oh, she loved me to death. <laughs> I was just the little young teenage dude yeah. that had, knew all the new dances. You had the fly moves from the I had all the fly moves. So what happened was when Living Color came around, I kind of became her insist, her assistant. Yeah. And long story short, that's where I met Damon and Keenan. Yeah. And they were like, this little dancing nigga is hysterical. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up? And I was like, do comedians get paid? They were like, nigga, look at us. I was like, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. So um, all so much happened for me in those first few years from being a soul trained dancer to becoming a comedian to getting the job at uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then it just turns out my first audition, I got an audition. I got an agent out of the, the comedy store. Some old white lady, I'll never forget her name. Her name is Janice Hansen. She had a bunch of superstars. But she was friends with Mitzi. She saw me. This guy's amazing. He's going to be a star one day. Blah, blah. She became my agent. And the first audition I had ever went on, I got it. 
Happened wow. to be wow. one of the longest running McDonald's commercials in McDonald's history. We call it residuals, right? It was called residuals. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. I'll never forget. I always tell the story. I made like 300000 off that. Wow. As oh a broke stand-up comic that had no job. And what was crazy, I was still an amateur comedian, right? With no TV and movie credits. Ain't did shit. But the whole crowd knew who I was because the commercial was so huge. So huge. It was big, really big in the black community because everybody remembers Calvin, the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ran seven Super Bowls. Commercials wow. now run 13 weeks. Guys, I'm you, could have, you could have a I'm number a, one campaign and the shit run 13 weeks. At best. My commercial ran seven years. So as a broke young stand-up comic. Held you over. That was, that was, that was paying me. And I, I would go up amateur night here. Me, Chris Tucker, all of us. And they would almost treat me like I was a star. They're like, what that nigga been in? That goddamn McDonald's commercial. <laughs> For all of all our day, audience out there, yeah. I just rubbed his shoulder, guys, because I'm just getting some of that and good I, luck right off of this. Guys, I hate to interrupt, but Alex, you're one upstairs. Oh, oh wow. shit. So I got to hurry up. Hey, you guys, you guys will check me out Damn, on Instagram. Damn, we didn't even get a chance Funny to interview you at all. At Funny Man, Alex Thomas. Uh, I got a new Netflix series starting yes. next month. Uh, we just did 64 episodes. Wow. Smokey Robinson's executive producer, and it's the whole history of Motown. It's called Motown Live. We'll definitely check that I've out. I've been on Family Guy 10 years, so everybody knows me from cartoons. Yeah. It's going to be the dopest new animated series on Netflix called Motown Live, and my character is Jimmy Mack. I'm a 1965 <laughs> Cadillac. Hey, brother, really appreciate all the words Thank of wisdom. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Yeah. And we next time I'll hang longer. Please, we have to have you yeah, back. I like, know, because the comedy that... Store please. Sign in the back. And let's get some photos. Yeah. Can you take one and then send it to me? Yeah, we could do it right now. Are we all in here? Oh, go for it. I'm so sad about you having to go. I would like to hang out with you guys. I'll come back again. I know. What are we doing? Yes. Joe Fox, Jay Washington just joined us for the Crack of Up Comedy Podcast. Yeah, what y'all Joe, want? you upstairs tonight? You what upstairs? You, what you want. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> no, no, you know, I, you know. Like an angry ass I, I want to find out. Stage. You just got off stage. How was go. it up there? Telling my life. How, how was it? How was your life going this week? Oh, they laughed at it. They laughing at me. Oh, okay. That must mean that <laughs> life is life is pretty shitty this what? week. No, no, it's great. If they're laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's great. Because you know when you when you're having a a, a, a tough time in life, that's no, usually no, no. We, we had a lot great going. for the stage. Was, we had a lot was, going on. Let's let's rewind a little bit and see some okay. proper introductions. In okay. Here. So we know who's in the building. Let's get some cool. There we go. Right. Jay Washington, Joe Fox. Okay. All right. There we go. Can we get it any more proper than that? I don't think we can. <laughs> That's all we need. I mean, if y'all have had shit written down she, she with introductions. Just, she just like, read the you know list. I mean? She's, She's like, yeah, this is just who next. I'm up just in like, there. guys, that's that's what it is. Dell Harrison in the building, y'all. In the building. Hey. Dale in here. Y'all hey, can I ask a question? Why y'all ain't got like a fan or air or nothing in here? Um, it's like slave ship hop in yeah. here. Jeez. That's what we're going for, man. This okay, is, <laughs> shout out to the white guy telling us this is what they go for. It's get, like this, a, get this brother a church fan. It's like a, a Bikram podcast. Bikram, Bikram <laughs> podcast. That's Hilarious. right. Hilarious. We just discovered that all of us need to lose some weight, so we're just going to get yeah, well, a weight loss podcast going on. I'm going to just tell you speak this. For I, look, speak for you. I've been going for three hours twice a day to the gym already. So I don't you need have? To, 
Yeah, I've been going for the past. Look, let me tell you, I'm trying to get my life together. Listen. I'm trying to get Anthony Anderson small, but not to the point where he looked like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Anderson You know small. what I'm saying? Because remember, he was at that nice point when he was on Law and Order. He was at a good, you like, oh, yeah. He was, at, yeah. He was, he was Gerald LeVert when he was on Law and Order. And then he first got on black. And she was like, this nigga got six more months to live. Like, oh, you Because <laughs> no, he just does look small. real good. Yeah. No, he looks he great. Looks he looks great. But you was like, yo, he lost a lot. He did. He worked hard. No, he definitely did. He worked super hard for that, though. I like it. I like the way he looks right now. What's the podcast? So everybody's not even looking at the video. So I technically I have apps. Uh yeah. For the podcast. Now if they're looking at the stream, (laughs) it can get a little risky. Yeah. The stream from the from the chess app. Yeah. You're, oh, for you or me? The bomb everybody, everybody, everybody has apps on the podcast. Yeah, I've okay. been, I've been, av- I've been seriously advocating for only chess up shots. Uh, God bless you <laughs> in Damn ministry. I'm advocating for the camera that's under the table. What? What? Yo, freak ass! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got so uh, you guys didn't hear the producer, but the producer. Oh no, you did hear the producer. And there is a now there's a there's a camera under the table. Do you know that? So in other words, somebody was down here getting head on the podcast. Yeah, I was like, we can't have this without being seen. No, it more. was the podcast before, and we all decided that we need to keep that in there. there gotcha. Go. All right, so Dale, keep your legs close. Uh, and <laughs> no, I was gonna say that, but then I was like, how can I do it less vulgar uh, for legs closed? So the no pod, a, a request, you know. Yeah. Cameras on the other side of the table. How'd okay, guys. Well, you brothers just got off the stage. I did. Well, How Joe did. I haven't got out yet. So, so you're, are you are you going up tonight? I'm going up as soon as I get up off here eventually. Okay, Joe. Let him. How was it like? How was it tonight? The show was phenomenal. Okay. Uh, I heard that. Uh, Gerard. Uh, he started it off. He hosted. And he brought me up. Okay. okay. Brought me up real good, real nice. Okay. The uh, audience received me. All jokes were uh, well received. Mm. Even the new ones, I split a couple new ones in there. Said, what was okay. the new one? What was the new one? Uh, what's, I, the, what's the new thing you're talking about? The new thing that I'm talking about. I, I just recently got a divorce, waiting for the papers to come in the you mail. You recently right got a divorce? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not well. I wouldn't call it recently, but it's like I, I've been divorcing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a process. So it is. It is a not a quick. Pro- yeah, it's not quick at all. Yeah, I, I wish it was like common law divorce. That'd be cool. It's like you haven't seen her for two weeks. Have you still married? <laughs> nope. Technically, damn. But no, nah, the the new joke was uh, comparing le- getting 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 out of a bad relationship is like is like getting rid of a big back TV. Now I can upgrade. Oh, that's that hurts her so much. <laughs> she's she's gonna not hurt listening. when she hears that. <laughs> she, she, she didn't listen to me in real life. Do you think she's gonna listen to my jokes? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm just thinking of you know, as a woman, you know, when you hear something like that, you're like, ah, upgrade. How dare you go upgrade after we? But you know that you do. I mean, I mean, I'm it's supposed to too. sting. It's supposed no, to sting. No, no, because it stings with you. That's the only reason you're writing it is because the shit sting for you to even step after. Have to divorce, you know. Divorce um, is horrible. I was, it I, is. I went to divorce my uh, my son's mother, and the thing was, she had moved to Indianapolis. We were still married, and she was banging somebody else. And I was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go on all these uh, telephone sites and start banging chicks too." And eventually, I was like, "Yo, I can't move on with my life mm. until I pay this four hundred something dollars total." Damn, because you got to put like in, in Illinois, you got to put ads in papers so they can't respond like because you got to say that you can't find them. Oh, you talking about the divorce process? Oh, I can't find them. So you got to uh, divorce through the papers? You can do the papers and all that. I could find it. She just wasn't responding. So I was like, put the little ad in the paper like, yo, this bitch missing. 
And, uh, <laughs> oh my God! Put an obituary in it. <laughs> Rest in peace to my relationship with her. Not <laughs> do all that and then go before the judge. Just like, well, why you want a divorce? Uh, because she ain't here. Because yeah. she's, she's gone. gone. Yeah, like, so you got to find someone died. to serve her papers. Like you got to t- yeah, you, you got to serve to the last known address. You got to yeah. do all that. That's the last known fun. address yeah. was my address. Yeah. <laughs> no, they make no, you go gone. through a whole heap of shit. They make you go through a heap of things for my divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I don't want to bring it down, but I'm just saying. Look, divorce is good when you're in a bad relationship. That's what a bad marriage needs is a good divorce. This is true. Bye. Yeah, no, I feel you because it's I over. got a, I got a good divorce, and it, you know it was it was. You got a good divorce. I got a good divorce. Yeah, let me ask you something. As a woman, did you take him for everything he got? Did he have anything to take him for? Is the question. <laughs> he did not have shit for me see, to take him see. for. Oh yeah, he did. That was a question okay. you had to ask. See, first. I don't. This, this look, look. Anybody that's ever listened, if any, if you're listening now, I don't know if you're listening live. I don't know, but look, don't get married without. A prenup, but here's the problem with that. Though. I don't like that. No, no, here's no, no, the no, no, with no, no, no. I'm with you 150. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. I don't care if you don't have anything. You think you don't have anything, but you have something. You have, it, it doesn't have to be material. Have a prenup. Have something in there. Put every man has hope. <laughs> Every man has dreams. Like when we Every separate, man has a you soul. giving me my hope back. No, no, no. <laughs> it's something that you can't take. You have to put don't do anything that's gonna take my hope, my dreams. I, you can't have anything. You know what? I think I look at it different though. Like, yeah, I I agree. Like if you come in there, Martin Lawrence said it best. If you come in with a bag and I come in with fifty million. I'm not putting nothing in that bag when you leave. If you help me build this fifty million, that's a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I divorced my ex, granted, I couldn't find her. I didn't have nothing but hopes, dreams, and ambitions. Okay. Now, when she left, she took away a lot of my ambitions. My hopes and dreams still stayed. Mm-hmm. My ambitions left. But you the, see what I'm saying? I got you. The next time What I do get, you mean by that? So Your ambitions left? My ambitions to be happy. Oh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because that oh. was gone. Okay. But the next time, like, I was really close to getting married to my daughter's mom. I got two kids by, you know, two different women because... I decided to go raw twice. Now, <laughs> hold on, bargain. And it's fun. And it's, it's, man, look, I went raw on Valentine's Day and Christmas. <laughs> oh, my I God. I know the holidays I impre- I conceived my kids. There man. you go. Look, I was entitled to it. It was on Christ- It was on Valentine's Day. I bought a bottle of Barefoot Moscato. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but It's but a my, barefoot baby. Yeah, yeah pff, listen. <laughs> my daughter don't like wearing shoes right now. Uh, <laughs> but no, like with my daughter's mom, she was the one who was with me when I was coming up on things. Like she was believing in me. So she was the reason I wouldn't have gotten one mm-hmm. because she was helping me build stuff. Whereas if we got married and then got, then got divorced, I owe her that because she helped me build that. You know what I'm saying? If she didn't help me build nothing, the only thing you get is a hug, a kiss. And when I see my kid, I give her stuff. That's a good way to think about you it. Think, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to give you anything. But if you've helped me build this, it's a whole different ball. Game. But think about, I think what, what you're saying, though, is like to have a prenup doesn't mean – it can say we're splitting 50 50. Like, whatever we have, it or whatever, put, you can put whatever it, it you can in be there. whatever you want. You it doesn't it necessarily mean, yeah. I, I think what you, we just skipped to the, I can't negotiate with a terrorist. <laughs> Jesus. No. So, oh, no. I'm using so, that. So, Are what happens comedian? is when we're mad at each other, this is not a rational <laughs> conversation anymore. Yo, Travis, I got to invite in our next guest. You're <laughs> Are you a comedian? I am not. Okay, because I'm using that much. Oh, there you go. It's all yours. <laughs> hold on. You, you just on stole first his first shit on, on the on podcast. On a podcast, though, he was like, hey, man. He was first like, on, what? He was like, hold on. You don't get on stage? He had, he had to validate What else you got to say? I know what you said, but the way Joe had to do it, he was like, wait, hold on for a second. Are you a comedian? He was like, no. All right, nigga, I'm taking all this. It usually happens the other way around. usually confront each other on podcasts. Okay, but the thing about I don't like what... I don't like prenups 
because I don't like predicting that it's not going to work out. Okay, I see, feel like when you right have there. something, it's not if it's when. Well, I don't like. That. I don't mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't say I'm not dealing in reality. Reality is sometimes things don't work out. Whatever the whatever the context is, you have to protect yourself. Yeah. Okay. And that's not just for the person who has stuff. It's for the person who doesn't have anything either. It's like exactly. It, it keeps every. It keeps. And this is just my opinion because in retrospect, yes. If I did this, I think that it would have been more of a uh, uh, amicable situation. And that's what I, you know, peace. Look, look, it didn't work out. Hey, this is. Let's don't destroy each other. Let's don't let's don't use yeah. the law that's designed to keep you apart. This is big business that we're talking about here, and, and we ain't got no yeah. money. And this, man, I, look, I did the research. Did you know in California Uh-oh. there is a ninety-seven percent uh, disposable disposal rate of family law cases? That means we're gonna settle this out of court. Yep. Yeah. Why? Why? Not because we agree. No, no, we ain't got no money. Yeah. Three percent of people got big billions and millions of dollars to protect, and there's something to split up. If you ain't got nothing, and you over here mm-hmm. trying to take me to court, and you're going through the the the, the cost and, and, and the shame and the time and energy, okay, we don't need that. We have a prenup in play. Look, this is what we said we're gonna do. Goodbye. Exactly. I don't need a prenup if we don't get married legally. Now we're just talking about under God. Well, then all good. But now what we're talking about now, is something else. It's a business arrangement. Okay. And it doesn't make sense to do anything in a business arrangement and not know what happens if if if, if we're partners and we put all of our money into a store. I still, you know, there's there's guidelines and there's things that we have in place to make sure that if this partner leaves or if this partner wants to buy me out, like there's just things in place. It's 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 two different things. I think we're confusing whether go ahead. Because I, I see, no, I see no. you ready to give me the, uh, no, the Claire no, Huxtable cuss no, out right now. No, not, not the <laughs> Claire Huxtable. Is, 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 is everybody in this room? Not the Claire Huxtable cuss First of all, is divorce, is that what that is? is I just want to know what the hell a... Divorce, 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 divorce. Yeah, but I would like to know what the hell a Claire Huxtable cuss out is. A Claire Huxtable cuss out. That means like It's a very classy... She does it in Spanish. It's not going to take no... With just a lot of hip movement and shoulder pop. how dare you mention that? And she's probably going to be right. No, no, the thing is, no. Heathcliff... She's going to call you by your say, full name. Um, <laughs> Heathcliff Horatio Huxtable. Horatio. I don't know if it was Horatio. You, said, like it was. you know it's uh, Bill Cosby's birthday today? I'm sorry. It is? It is. July the 12th. Uh, Happy birthday, Bill. I don't think he's listening to Allegedly. This. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you don't know how happy it is. I think every time you say Bill Cosby, you got to say allegedly. You got to say the word allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> Bill Cosby <laughs> is birthday. Bill Cosby done fucked up that much. You can't even get a happy Man. birthday no more. It's a happy birthday. Hey, it's a I fought long and hard, too, but go ahead. Back yeah, to I the marriage. Now, now, I said when I do get married again, mm-hmm. I just want a wedding under God. I don't want no state involvement because that was <laughs> because I, I feel like I'm not like I don't have to have the approval of the state. Yes. To enjoy and to commit mm, yeah you know what i'm saying so i just want a godly nuptial but like all of that like going to say because that really is the humdinger in the marriage like humdinger. you know you you you, you, she said the humdinger. you but what is that look at indians getting married and you look at muslims getting married and ain't nobody changing their name you know every time i I work for like you know i used to work at this firm and every time somebody get married they would not be changing it would be just like so and so rye and then so and so mueller but, but they wouldn't be but here's the question i have behind that i which i i agree completely about the whole the difference between under god and through the state mm-hmm. 
when you start talking about things like benefits, you know what I'm saying? Let's say your spouse is married. You're married. Your spouse has benefits. You can't get on that with the under But that's God. why you make your own arrangements. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You don't have to do that. We're all saying the same thing. Okay, yeah, we, we, there, there's different nuances of yeah. that. Everybody's going to be different. But the bottom line is this. If you come together and share life with someone, you have to have something to share with the other person. And that's the problem with what we have today. Mm-hmm. There's, 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 the, there's a balance problem. You know, everybody's situation is different. But if you involve the state in, well, you can't do this because we're not, the state is, the, the blah, blah, blah. Look, if you can do for yourself and he can do for himself and you come together and you're doing for yourself and sharing, okay, you can have a good relationship based on that commitment that you guys make to one another. But if it doesn't work out and you're trying to tear one another down, destroy one another, oh, let's use the kids against each other, and, and how much money you got, you owe me this and you owe me that, I'm going to go tell Big Brother, uh, State of California, whatever his real name is, and then all of a sudden that is your husband and you use your husband, your new husband to beat on your old husband. And that's not right. Okay, no. he, it doesn't matter what situation you have. That is something that's the reality. Man, Joe, this became family Joe, law real Joe, quick, though. Really? What? How much does she get, Joe? She, what? How yeah. much what does she, she get? What does she get out of you? She How much You talk like you heard. Or is it just no, a stall of you having a conversation over and over and over again about what's what, what's what? Yeah. Is it, is it no, more so that than somebody? Because, again, if you married her, that's almost like that's like family forever, no, well, here, essentially. Well, this Here, the, good, the good thing is this. The good thing is this. We didn't have any children, so we didn't. Have and to how long were y'all married? Uh, too long. How long? It was like under 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 ten years. So that's considered a short term marriage, but it's still too long for me. Yeah. Right. In in, in in retrospect, there's no, um, you know, I wouldn't have done anything different. But I'm glad it wasn't any, you know, anything longer. Anything. Yeah. Longer. The best thing that ever came out of my marriage is new knowledge and this new material. Right. <laughs> That's why in California, especially LA, you see so many people who do not believe in monogamy at all. What, like, what does yo, that have to do marriage though? No, because there are people who, they're with people long term and they will never do that whole make it official with marriage. I've seen people who've been together 10, 15, 20 years mm-hmm, yeah. and they will never get married. You know what I'm saying? They're people according who, to the state. Uh, according to the state. Because they don't want to negotiate it. with terrorists. If you think about it, <laughs> they're like four. Okay, they're they're the like three is things. The state? Is that what you're saying? Who's if the terrorist in the situation? Let's break down. That's a funny ass line right there. <laughs> let's break down marriage. Can we curse? Listen, of I course. think we can already. There are only about three things that you ever argue about. There's infidelity or, or, or lying or cheating, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's money, right? Money, and then there's like the, whatever the other weird thing that people like. Are, but those are those are like the, the what's the third thing? Time. I just said what? Yeah, like I don't know. Time. Like you're lazy now or something. Yeah, communication, pretty yeah. much. So, but those are the three things. So, what people, what I what I see people do, especially like you said in like Hollywood, they take one of those off the table. If 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 we agree to communicate and we don't have to be like monogamous. But we're on the same page. That's off the table. You can't cheat on me because I'm letting you do your thing. Yep. Right. So now that's off the table. And then the third one is we're we making money because we're not arguing about shit. And so now we 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 halfway there. Wait, okay. Yeah. I'm not no, saying but that's then the way now I would you go, take out. But I, I the... see people with that strategy. Yeah. Yep. You you can do that, but that that is predicated on a stable. Uh, uh, relationship with a rational person, and that's the right person. <laughs> not a and man. You know how many people I know that are polyamorous now. That is the biggest thing going on. What, 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 what does that mean? 
Oh, multiple partners. That is a school. Multiple personalities. Multiple, multiple partners. partners. Multiple partners. Yeah. Look, look. No, no. no I, I have a buddy. Not, they, him I, and his girl I, are together. I, they I, are the primary it. couple. That's how they call it. He has separate relationships. She has separate relationships. This is a fucking marriage pyramid oh, scheme in this motherfucker. That's... Yeah, that's that's something. It's that, marriage network. If it's polyamorous, they should be like <laughs> no, 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 no. It's relationship network no, no, no. marketing. There's polyamory, <laughs> yeah. and then there's swingers. Swingers are the people who, when they do stuff, they do it together. Yeah. Polyamory, they're they're couples. There are married. These this couple isn't married, but there are married couples as well that are polyamorous. Okay. That literally they're married, and because, like you said, they took the infidelity off the table. You can do what you do. I do what I do. But at the end of the day, this is that home. Is, okay, that sounds reckless to disgusting. me. It, it is happening. That's satanic. I'm not advocating Normal. I'm cool with it. Commitment. But am I lying? No, it's, 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 it's big out here now. It is a big thing going on. But people, it's people a big thing going do. on because niggas is living with bitches that that's paying their rent, that's and right. that's no. I'm you, talking you about. You think seriously. it's just black dude? No, this I, is no, this I, is I, cultural. No, no, no. Wait no, a minute, no wait I'm a okay with it. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. When I say, I think niggas, it was a general pronoun is, that she was using. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got you. I got my niggas is race free. Okay, when okay. I say niggas, I mean the male species. Okay, okay? Got you, I got because you. this is Hollywood, and a lot of niggas come out here and be living with bitches that can afford to like cover everything. So of course, it's just like they get in these agreements. Oh, oh yeah, baby, you do what you want to do, and then I do what I want to do, and you know it's all about me and you. And that's just like that's satanic. That's not. Um, oh. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't, satanic. That's satanic. That's pimping and simping yes, all at the same time. That's satanic because you, as the how man, how is that of the devil though? Look, because the man is the provider. Okay. So for you to even release oh, that into your, you opened the, the door. The, yeah, the man is the provider. That's what, the, what Lord, the that's what the Lord made. And what is the woman? And the uh, the woman is a nurturer. Okay, the, the nurturing what? What does a man provide and what does a woman nurture? The man is innate in a man. When a, if a man meets a woman that he likes, he wants to care for her. He wants to provide for her. He wants to provide for his family. Provide it's what? in It's in here. Period. Period. No, 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 no. Like, what is it? Provide financially. Provide, you know, protection, security. It's yes. in there. It's innate in you. Okay. What and about the woman? And if it's not, then What it, about the woman? And the woman, the woman naturally what? wants to nurture, have kids, take care of the home, take care of her man. She wants to serve her man. She wants to cook for a man. Those are things that are innate for us. Innate for you, you innate, innate for me. Innate? innate? Innate. Yeah, I was like innate. Instinctive. Was like innate. So you don't want to do anything else? Mm. Um, Not not do anything else. I'm talking about what's natural I, to no, you. No, no. What you're, so and what, out here, so I run into a lot of people, a lot of males that will live on a person, that will accept money from a woman. They are they are seeking women to live with so they can live but this. But there's, there's, there's the reverse heaven, There's the reverse heavily of that out here as well. So mm -hmm. you can't... Yes. I, I get what you're saying, Dale, 150%, but there's a reverse out here just as equal and just as frequent. There are so many women, younger women, who come out here with their hopes and dreams, quote unquote, and their hopes and dreams is to get hopes, dreams, up and debts, and debts, and to get cuffed up and taken care of until potentially, hopefully, that big break comes through. That's, but that's what we hope to do, regardless of a big break. We want to get taken care of. Period. It's okay. In, okay. It's our, like when we when we seek a man and we seek our maid and we seek a person that we want to be with, we always seek the caretaker. Like that's like in us. Okay. Like you should. So that's we should. That. So if you choose to pay that man's rent, then that's, then, showing, then that's showing something that's inside. That's you. Yeah, you, you, you become your looking yeah. 
that you is become the caretaker. There you go. Yeah. That's a weakness. Yeah. It goes. It goes is it a sickness? Yeah. Yes, it is. A oh, woman sure. taking care of a man is yes. that is that? If I, okay, now let me just say this. At what point? If is a that woman cut off? is okay, but wouldn't that fall no, under nurturing? But if y'all are too, no, but no, no, nurturing is not pro- paying a man's bills. But no, it's not. if it's you all it's are st- started on the same level, let's say you, you and me were in a relationship, we started on the same level, but my job has now taken off, and you want to pursue your dreams, but we're all we're together, mm-hmm. then that's one thing. That is like, oh, I'll hold it down while you go pursue this bigger thing. But it's not like, hey, we just met. Let me move in with this chick that is already holding it down and financially. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are out here doing. I mean, even I ran into a comedian and he was like, as soon as he got out here, the other comedians was telling him, yo, you need to get up with one of these girls and, and move in with them, yo, so you can make life easier. I'm talking about this is niggas that be told this every day. I mean, so, that's a so we got a, we got a, we got a We got a final wrap. Okay. Give me your response to that. We're going to get your response right. to that. Then we okay. want to make sure we get your, your handle so we can find out where we can find you, funny guys, okay. online and anywhere else you got going on. My response to that is yes. that that strategy is not going to last. Yeah. Uh, that is a sick way of thinking. If a man cannot do for himself and has no plans to do for himself independently of having a woman, then that's not going to work. My response to that is like there should never be dudes who just, like you say, should not be able to provide for themselves, should be able, not be able to stand on their own too. But at the same time, there are a lot. You see nowadays, traditions have changed. There are just as many women looking to be taken care of and provided in a way different way than what you're originally stating, mm-hmm. just as much as men are. You know, that's my way of it. Like, it has really gotten the the roles, if you will, have gotten twisted. The traditional values have gone, Have been the lines have been erased. They aren't even blurred anymore. Mm-hmm. Boss bitches that got bosses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boss, bitch. I got to go to work in the morning. (laughs) Give us us your guys' uh, Instagram handles. uh, Jofeezy, J-O-E-F-E-E-Z-I-E, Joe Fox Comedy. There we go. Mr. J. Washington, M-R-J-A-Y-W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N, and J. Washington, 8080 on YouTube. There we go. Thank you, brothers. We need to continue this conversation. We, we have to have you guys back. Because this ain't over. <laughs> that, was, that was like male and masculinity with Joe and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I took a class. Love you, Joe. Love you, Jay. All right, brother. Pleasure. Jay has mentioned getting approached by some of those polyamorous. <laughs> Did you hear him pretending like he didn't want that polyamorous thing? No. He just got yeah, yeah. What's up? Long time. How you been? Travis. Uh oh. That means they. Okay. okay. Vince. Vince, what's your last name? Vince Royale. Okay. I don't know how I can forget that. Vince, this is Travis Bond. Yes. Kanishi, you met Travis before? Just now. Just okay, now. cool. All right. I forget, down, man. I'm going to be from the Bronx. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he used to book, book me for the Jamaican dive bars. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Funny, we somebody go way sh- back. Somebody going to shoot me if I'm not funny. And man. you ripped it. I remember you ripped I remember you and your girl came yeah, early. Yeah, it, it was cr- And we had a crazy. blast at that Jamaican joint. You know, it's funny. I was coming from Jersey. And this is way before Uber. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we actually... Took the train, the cabs. Oh, oh yeah. And it was uh they had those uh limo cabs. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 The black 
the gypsy calves. The gypsy calves. Kanishi, what you know about the gypsy calves over here in L.A.? Well, you know, I used to live in Harlem. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, shout out to Harlem. I did not know you lived in Harlem. I was just there for two months, you know. Oh, okay. So, you know, when people be somewhere for two months, they really take, uh, it, it's only in the big town. If she would have been in like Middletown, Maryland, she would be like, I never lived in Middletown, Maryland. <laughs> I never That's was there. True. But it, in New York, she like, well, you know, I'm from New York, actually. Hey, <laughs> I was there for two months. Yep. <laughs> and then on my third month, my parents moved to L.A., there you and go. that's it. That's my New York experience. What year were you there? I was there in... Get on the microphone. I was there in like 2007. Oh, all right. That was like huh? uh, pre-gentrification. Yes, yeah, yes, because it's completely, completely different now. Yeah, it's a nice little... Uh, they got little dive bars, you know, where the yuppies hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Yoga classes. There you yep. go. As soon as that Starbucks came in, it was a wrap. You know, I be seeing, uh, I hear all people all the time talk about Harlem being gentrified. You know, I come from New York uh, and was in New York for 10 years. And Brooklyn is definitely gentrified. Oh, oh for sure. Super um, but I think ha- whenever I go to Harlem, it seems like only one block is gentrified. No, it's weird. Like mm-hmm. It's every, still 1988 you know, like, on the rest like, of the blocks in Harlem. It's like okay? every other block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for me, it's like one, one block is like, all right, you got these yuppies hanging out. And then the other block is like dip set. And then, you know what I'm saying? The next block is. I be seeing most of the blocks still be on some dip set <laughs> shit. <laughs> it be like, I'm talking about, it's like 1988. On, When's like, the last uh, time you were there, though? Was the last? In maybe, Harlem. Uh, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. I okay. mean, because, you know, I moved there. I moved from New York to here. Okay. And, you know, every time, even in New York, they'd be like, you know, Harlem is so gentrified. It's so different now. But I'd be like, where? Niggas is still approaching me. Like, crackheads <laughs> is still approaching me. Mean, you still got, you know like, saying? niggas selling bean pies. You know Like, what straight crackheads on the block but, when but, I get off the train. Like, straight, hebre, 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 hebre. Yeah. You want hebre? They like, trickling in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I know when I first went there, uh, moved there, my uncle was saying that uh, like two years ago, you would never catch a white person in Harlem. But they were. J- I and mean, then they have the Church of Latter-day Saints, too. You know what I'm saying? So there it's 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 not as gentrified as people think that it is, but it's definitely going there. It, I mean, it's definitely like different. Years. But, yeah. you know, it's Harlem still is still, it's still, still it's still Harlem. I, 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 st- I love Harlem, though. That's why I pick up my mixtapes. <laughs> still, still got mixtapes. All right, what do you play your mixtapes in? Oh, some some cars still got a uh, CD player. <laughs> <laughs> Got, now he's got a, a mixed mix flash drive. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's on Spotify or Pandora. I'm, I'm saying I, I like the old school. I like being able to open up a CD and read the, you know. Yeah, like, like a, you know what I'm saying. Like uh, a, who produced that beat? You know, all the thank yous and shout re, outs. Reading. Like There's nothing like a doo wop tape. <laughs> J. Clue. It just it's I, I nostalgic for me. For CDs. Sure. You know? No doubt. I actually have a cassette player in my car. Do you guys still have one of those? What? What year is your car? Huh? What year is your car? <laughs> uh, That's a 1992. It's like a 98. Right. You know, okay. a comedian. Times is hard, you know. Oh, or, or you have a classic. You just got to change the narrative. I like yeah. your way There of it is. Yeah, I got a classic. I got an old school. Positive, positive. And let me just tell and I have a new school uh, lease. And let me just tell you <laughs> how fast I'm going to be driving back to the dealer to turn this shit in. And to give me a 1998. I wish I would. Keep it. 
Oh my God. People was like, they called me the other day, was like, hey Dell, just want to discuss the lease and what you're gonna what you think you might do. I was like, oh, oh I already know what I'm gonna do. We don't need to discuss it at all. As soon as it's over. Like, and I'm under miles. And what? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm under miles, but take this shit. Yeah. Get this car door off off of me. Now you just came off the stage. How was it up there? <laughs> you know what? It was good. A lot of people were telling me that I did good. Okay. And I I I felt like I did okay. Because you know when you on and you know when you're doing it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like I was really sticking to the script, which is cool. I just risked I would have, like, taken more risks. Okay. But I'm still, like, like a new comic. What? How, um, how long have you been doing comedy? So I've been doing it again, like, a year and a half. Oh, okay. So I'm still kind of, like, oh, finding yeah. my rhythm, yeah. my voice. And you're a you local, know? right? You're from here? I am. Born and raised in, uh, in L.A., uh, I grew up in South Central. Oh, dope. So, yeah, yeah, very local. But I, I just risked, like, maybe a little bit more, like, crowd work. I just didn't feel loose. Oh, well, okay. You, know you didn't feel connected? Yes, that's okay. the word I'm looking for. Yes. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But when I look at the greats, like, Dave Chappelle, for example, who's been doing it a million years, he always just seems so connected, always really good uh, eye contact, you know, always commenting on things that are going on in the room, whereas sometimes, like, I kind of ignore them to kind of, like, stick to my script. Yeah. Because you don't know where you're going to go sometimes when you comment on something that's going on in the room. Yeah. So sometimes I just kind of play it safe. So, you know, I, I, I have some growing to do. Like, I did okay, but just not as well as I would have liked to. Now, how long do you feel like it, it took you to get through that process where you felt like, okay, you know what, no matter what room I'm in, even if the demographics change or the amount of people or whatever, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable at what I'm doing. I think maybe my like sixth or seventh year. Yeah. And yeah, how you know, how, how many years is it for you? Ten years this month. Oh okay. wow. So I was like, it was it was like the moment I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have fun up here, not give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I, I mean, if it's an off night, it's an off night. I'm gonna do a thousand more shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but people like get so discouraged when they bomb or a joke don't do well, and it throws them off. And I'm like, ah, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna overthink and obsess over it anymore. Like I'm saying, one one shit don't work. Like whatever, you know. Like the, I got, you know what I'm saying? I've had great sets, you know? But right. I feel like bombing or, or a joke not hitting, mm-hmm. it humbles me. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a point like I was killing it for months, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking, oh, I got this comedy shit. shit on lock, you know? But then you, you have that one bomb that'd be like, okay, cool, man. Time to humble again. Yeah. You know what okay. I mean? And that one bomb, uh, it's necessary for growth. Exactly. You cannot. Grow like when people be like, I don't bomb, or it just lets me know immediately you don't write. Exactly. If you don't bomb, I mean, Chris, you don't I mean, write. Chris Rock said it best. Sometimes like you, you have to take risk. You know what I'm saying in order to grow. I don't know like his exact words, but he was like, uh, comics that bomb and take risk are growing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know if it's verbatim, but <laughs> well, this is a dope thing about about crack 'em up too because you get that that leeway, you get that crowd. Mm-hmm. It's something consistent. That's why we love Nichelle. I mean, we're, we're like 12 years in the game right now. 15. 15. 15. Wow. 15. So it's it's one of those things like you get the opportunity to go from a year and a half to 10 years. Right. And there's always a place to like hone your craft. Like that's that's amazing. Um, and to to if you if there was something that you could have brought up today that you wish you would have brought up, what, what 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 rabbit hole would you have gone down? Um, That's a good question. When I, so when I was on stage, I was talking about uh, my breasts, and um, someone in the audience heckled me, and they're like, "Show us your, your show us your breasts, show us your titties, or whatever." Oh, that was. Uh, I'm kidding. I have no. Was idea. that you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
my nigga. But no, I wish I would have uh, just commented on that a little bit more. Like I said something that, you know, got like a big laugh. Yeah. But I wish I kind of would have commented on that a little bit more. Because I do feel like as a as a woman, sometimes like we're objectified a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I kind of didn't appreciate that comment. Uh, what did they say? Because I was up there. but I And I've heard them say something, but I didn't... I, I don't remember what what it was. It was so I said something um, on the lines of uh, like my titty sag, like when I take my bra off, and somebody in the audience was like, "Show us your tits, you know, show us what you're talking about or whatever." And I think I said something like, "You know, uh, I w- I would have if uh, if I had shaved my nipples, but you know, I didn't plan." <laughs> and they on, laughed at that. They, yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, just kind of like you know, just threw it away, then just went back to my to my script. But yeah. I just wish I would have played with that a little bit a little bit more. Oh, okay. But that's what's dope about I'm saying doing, like, constantly doing shows. You know what I mean? Each each set is like a learning experience. Yeah. Reflect back. Oh, you know what? It'd been funny if I said it this way. Right. And addressed it this way. You know what I'm saying? Because there's gonna be reoccurring scenarios all the time. time. Yeah. And you'd be like, you know what? And that's how you know what I'm saying. My crowd work is sharpened. Because you know what? There's reoccurring scenarios all the time. For sure. Right. And people are like, oh, that shit is magic. He just came up with that with the spot. Nah, that happened to me like 50, 50 to 100 times before, you know? So I'm getting a signal. They're saying you got to go up. Okay. We're going to switch out. Okay. Please let everybody know where we can find you uh, online and on social media. Absolutely. So you can find me on everything at I am Kanisha Bell. That's K E N I S H A. I cannot spell my name. K E N I S H A B E L L. I am Kanisha Bell. See, that's funny. Man, I just want- <laughs> <laughs> that's ignorant. Keep shining. Yeah, I appreciate you, Dell. Good, good and good meeting you, Travis. Yes, pleasure. Yes, yes Travis. Oh, man, Thank you. much love. Shout out to Nichelle, man, for holding this down for 15 years. Yeah. And doing this podcast. Woo. Yeah. It's amazing. I know I got to go up soon, but I just want to shout out um, uh, Cooking on High. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm on episode three and six. Uh, you can find me on social media at Vince Royale, R-O-Y-A-L-E. Thank y'all. appreciate That's it. All right. Awesome. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you for having me. Congratulations, Thank Vince. So well high. deserved. Man, y- the hard work. Y'all deserve all the shine you get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, everybody here puts in work. So yeah. Mad love to everybody. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank Thank you. Don't forget to take your headphones off as you're walking out. <laughs> all right. Bye. I'll Shout see out you to later. Yes. Love you so much. He said I put in work. Put in that work. Lord, that work. Come on in, Toby. Hey, here, we here we go. Here we go. Rice. Let's get some energy in here. Where you going? Hey, you Travis Bond. Pleasure, man. Long yeah, time. Yeah. How you doing, bro? Yes, indeed. We got Herman Rice and Toby Hicks. Please introduce uh, introducing Travis Bond to y'all. Yes. Pleasure, brother. Um, nice to meet you. Yes, sir. My yes, God. Sir. Uh, Herman Rice, what's happening? Chilling, chilling, just happy to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Had hit this brother on the eight o'clock show getting a straight uh, um, audience the white people applause. Yeah, yeah, you got a like it's almost Mid- a standing ovation. Well, I was gonna say ovation, <laughs> but I wanted to say uh, you know mid set round of applause oh. from the audience. A white wave. You know. <laughs> a white wave oh, for calling white just... people some people and it was hilarious too. They enjoyed that. Herman, where are you from? I'm from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Oh, we're in Philly. Uh West Philadelphia from down the bottom. They Born changed. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Never heard that before, have you? <laughs> 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 yeah. they, they killed me with that, but yeah. it's okay. I'll take it right now. 
Where? Uh, how long you been out here? Uh, four years. Oh wow. Yeah, so I'm really fairly new. I'm okay. fairly new. I gotta see. I'm so new. I can't remember to talking to the mic. Let here we go. Yeah, there we go. Yo, you can you can pick it up if you want. Oh okay, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. How you liking it out here? I love it. I, I love it. I just I hate being broke. So <laughs> like that's the next phase I'm trying to like transition out of. So. Of, of being broke. Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Um, you know, it is a transition out here, coming out here when you're used to doing shows in Philly, yeah. working the roads. What's your favorite place to play black in, back in Philly? Um, It was this place called Raven's Lounge. So when I started out in Philly, I was like really, really new. I was working like three jobs and just going to open mic every night afterwards. Yeah. And I would go to this place called Raven's Lounge, and that's where I like – just work on my set and kind of started to get acclimated into the stand-up culture community because I had no idea it was an actual community. Like, that was right, like, right. really new for me. I was like, oh, this is these motherfuckers not just coming up here <laughs> telling jokes. Like, yeah. uh, this is a family. Like, yeah. this is something they're working on yeah. every night in yeah. and out. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was really nice to, to get my chops there. But, like, one of, one of the top clubs to do in philly is a two-ray spot warm daddy yeah because okay. he's like he's like the top dog yes. in philadelphia oh right. my god love two Ray so much and family dude. family family is right here what's toby up, hicks How you doing, baby? <laughs> toby what's, what's going, going on you going up on the 10 o'clock no i just stopped by i was uh down the street uh i did a, a spot i it's funny because, um, like I said, shit bring you all the way back to reality. You know, sometimes I'd be fortunate enough to be in front of thousands of people and then, boom, tonight it was about 12, but they were great. And it was at a record store. I was like, damn. Oh, wow. Yeah, Cosmic Vinyl. If you ever get a chance to okay. do that shit, it's cool. Like, motherfuckers, they only got a few seats and people stand up in the aisles where the records are, but that shit was, it was literally a cool time. That's dope. Okay, Cosmic Sean Vinyl. McBride. Right yeah, Sean McBride. Decided to pull up on us. Not mad at that at all. Now you have a uh, you have a history here. At crack them up. Tell us tell us about your. Ooh uh, shit! I, I mean, damn! I used to come back when shit Nichelle first started the shit damn near. You know, I've oh, been wow. coming since then. Okay. Yeah, it's been a minute. I'll be gone. A, a lot of times I'm gone on Thursdays. So okay. Yeah. Makes it Are a you more touring? Challenging. Yeah, I've been uh, going out. Uh, doing my own thing, and then also I go out with Felipe Esparza. So that's okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. My man, what's up, fool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. We we got some questions in this bag. Want y'all to reach in this joint and yeah. pull out a okay. question, and let's get the you know let's get you gonna have y'all read it and then and then answer it right on in the mic. Who want to go first? Who want to go first? Uh, I go first. Okay. <laughs> this is a cool question. In okay. Harlem Nights, are you Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor? In Harlem Nights, mm. I had to be Eddie Murphy in Harlem Nights because he was younger and he was. Well, Richard was. He shot too. Della Reese in the toe. Yeah, yeah. Are you a shooter, shit. old lady kind of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was tripping. I shot her ass in the toe too. Yeah, I rather. I would rather have been Eddie Murphy. That's a hell of a question. Though. That's a good one. <laughs> Who thought of that? Uh, I I wrote it down. It's a Dale, oh, it's a Dale okay. original right there. Yeah, I figured that. I just wanted her to acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had to be her. Okay. Well, we got um, Philly. I, <laughs> I got your favorite line from a movie. And, um, I don't in, know, the, in the voice. In the voice. All right. I don't know if y'all, I, I think this is the, the five heartbeats. Do y'all remember when they was performing and the guy that was playing the piano 
he was they was he was fucking up they set so they was like they was getting upset with him. Yeah. Like, hey man, can you play the music like we want you to play it? He was like, Get off my back. I don't make the house rules. <laughs> so that that's like that's, that's like my funny. favorite. <laughs> That's, That's like funny. my favorite part, like, like my favorite line from. I don't movie. even know if I remember that oh, part. That's a lot they, of... they knocked him off the piano. Yeah, they did. They, they, they got him off. They got him off the piano. They started playing the shit themselves. You don't yep. remember that part? <laughs> yeah, Robert came in. and was like, "Yo, I'm not. I can't watch I can't this. Do no this. I can't watch this. I can't watch this no more." <laughs> Just forearmed them in the back. I don't remember any yeah. movies. It's a lot of classic you. lines in that movie. Uh, yeah, but that's that was, what I'm saying. That's, I know, one, I remember of the, that's the, one of the best ones. Yeah. I remember all the popular, like, line, you know, like, um, you know, I remember the most popular ones, but, like, specific shit like that, you yeah. know? That's when you watch a movie 20 times. Yeah. And then you get the small stuff that's the real funny shit. You be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I don't make the house rules. I don't make the house rules? He's like, get off my back. And I, that shit, I say that to people all the time. <laughs> but I remember him pushing them off the bench more than I would have remembered the line. I know. Up, but then it clicked in. Because yeah. me and my friend, we joke about it. So anytime, like, somebody hassling you, it's just like, like, that's the go-to line for us. That's like, funny just get off fuck. my back. You yeah, and then the funny part is he's dancing the entire time. Right. And just looking back, like, mm-hmm. not hitting none of the moves. <laughs> none of them. None of the moves. Then he just had enough. That's had a enough. classic movie. Yeah, it's a classic. No, that, that's a that movie was just so yeah, dope. Was shit. Yeah. Yes, it was the shit. What you got uh, coming up, Toby? Uh, shit. What am M- I doing? More, more, uh, Felipe Esparzo tour? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's... What uh, cities y'all gonna be going to next? Uh, we going to Texas next month. Uh, Texas, yeah, Texas next month. Uh, where else? Just came back from Orlando. What you do, when you're opening up and working with Felipe Esparzo, are you also doing, um, Kill Tony? Because doesn't, uh-uh, do, doesn't uh-uh. he do Kill Tony too? Yeah, every once in a while. Oh, okay. No, nah, nah, I haven't done that. Uh, no, nah, I haven't been fortunate enough to be on that show yet. Is there a particular um, city that you love going to? Maybe, uh, I mean, I'm sure you like to go to a lot of places, but you know what? I like, in terms uh, of your comedy. I like Seattle a lot. Really? Seattle's you do? Cool. Yeah, it's a lot. Why? Of, it's a, I mean, I don't know how it happened, but like... Uh, I've developed a cult following, like, all in Washington and Oregon. Like, whenever I'm up there, people just come out. I don't know how this shit happened, but it's from years of going up there. Yeah. That's gotcha. part of it. And, uh, yeah, I've, I always do well up there. Is it's, there any cities that you definitely do not want to go back to? Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what happened in Oklahoma? What happened to OKC? Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck Paul George decided to stay for. Russia the left. Stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, How the dumb. hell are you going to have millions of dollars and decide to stay in Oklahoma City? That was stupid. I mean, like Russell, Russell got forced to do it when Kevin left. He like, damn, this motherfucker left before me. I can't leave. Yeah. But in uh, Oklahoma City, no, I was uh, in Oklahoma City for like 15 minutes. The next thing I know, I was in the police car. Damn. What? Yeah. Why? Oh, I did some shit. You know, oh. I committed oh. a crime. What, it wasn't what was no the crime? shit. That's when I was hustling the streets, and that's when we had the, uh, the counterfeit going on. And I, oh, I my I just God, Toby. Yeah, I was doing comedy then. I went to federal prison during my comedy career. Really? Yeah, you didn't How have, long? I did not know yeah, that. I went for like two years. Oh, you like Tim Allen. In the middle coke. of my shit. Exactly like Tim Allen. No, he's like, no, no, look, hey, check this out. No, I was really hurting him at this time because I was going to cities performing and I was passing fraudulent checks, credit Damn. cards, 
Remember when the, oh remember my the God. Travis checks? So it didn't work? Remember? I, <laughs> <laughs> he backed so the comedy there. Hey, hey, <laughs> I had already, should I had already made over a million dollars? I mean, God I was, damn. you know, I had already defrauded so many people by then. Um, remember when the uh, Travis checks? I used yeah. To, when that shit first came out, man, my man was working at Kinko's, man. We would go there. We was printing shit all night. I, we pushing this shit. Remember when uh, the check cashing spots start locking the door? Yes. because me and my folks. I had a homeboy who, this motherfucker graduated at the top of his class at UCLA, and he ain't never had a job. He was just hacking into shit, and we was tearing motherfuckers' bank accounts up. We was doing identity theft before motherfuckers knew. Can we? Uh, even oh my we gotta, god! We need to come back tomorrow and just record for another hour. Dude, uh, <laughs> we've had the best stories of that. Yeah. Wow. No, but I mean it's over now. But I love this freaking. You, I, I gotta ask though. Well, so how did they catch you? And okay, out of all the cities. Why OKC? Okay, see okay look, and it, it, see, I ain't bullshitting you. This is how it happened. We ride, <laughs> and I told my man we in the car and shit. And I told him, I said, man, you know what? This is the last city we got, we gonna go to where we just don't know nobody. Cause we just passed it through. We was doing some shits like I would go do a show and we'd tear that town up. Yeah. But then we'll keep, we'll just ride and go somewhere else where maybe wasn't a show. And I said that shit, and we stopped at a spot, and I passed the traveler's check, and before you know it, the police swooped on Damn. us. And I ne- and I, next thing I know, I was up in Oklahoma City for four months in the, jail, in the county jail Damn. Before, the, before the feds finally came and got me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and then at that time, motherfuckers had seen me on Comic View, all types of shit. When I walked up in there, motherfuckers knew who I was. <laughs> it's one thing to go to motherfucking jail. It's another thing to go there where everybody know who you. They like, what the fuck? Like, lock me up anonymously, please. Yeah, yeah, yes. Motherfuckers knew who I was. I'm not even passing checks, and now I don't even want to go to Oklahoma City. Chill. I don't want you, you and Durant. We we all. Hey, but we was hurting them though, man. Then all oh, man, the hundred dollar travelers checks. We was going around killing them back then. I never. You know what I would do? I would. It was two things that was the best things I would do. I would buy. I would go to McDonald's. Like I'd hit twenty McDonald's in a day. Okay, mm-hmm. or some shit, and I would get value meals, and I would take these value meals, go feed the homeless with those, or I was going to like Walmart and Target, and I would get the nine ninety nine pack of diapers and, and hit them with the hundred and get ninety back cash, Damn. and then I would go and give the diapers to women who needed diapers oh, yeah. for their kids. Yeah. It was like Robin so, Hood. Yeah, yeah, on the real oh, shit. Oh my god. Yeah. The yeah. Megan Express will figure it out. I mean, that'd be all right. <laughs> that'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, be all right. They got a shrink rate. Yeah, I learned, so. <laughs> I learned that. I learned. I'd be stealing too. <laughs> they've already they've already put that in like what they're gonna lose. They already knew that before you even got there. First of it's all, I'm I'm like how he put in there. Like I used to go and give the ladies pampers, right. yeah, and then real, I would yeah. cash an uh, illegal check. Yeah, um, I was tearing their ass up. And listen, <laughs> I would I would just give strippers once. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, you just I, never know, like other people's, like people's backstory. I would have never even know. known this about, and I met you before that time. Yeah, right. I, you didn't. I mean, see, that was what, the, when, that was the when, second what time. Year that was, that? was federal prison. You didn't. You don't know about the state prison. I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I you was, definitely did right. I was right. selling crack when I first got to Cali. I was one of, the, I mean, original crack dealers back when we had the big ass pagers and the first cell phones and shit. I was Wait, where are you originally then. from? Nebraska. Oh, okay. They so that's why you was like in look, Oklahoma City. So, so then I, I came, I had family in Cali. I came to Cali and then I went back to Nebraska and it's not oh. something I'm proud of, yeah. but you know, honestly, my neighborhood, like my street turned into the most notorious gang in the history of the state of Nebraska and I, I was the first blood. 
Oh, because my I God. came to California yeah. and, I, and I took the shit back. Many, I mean, I the think, Bloods and Crips gang. Yeah, I was the first. Okay, go I ahead. was the first Blood in Omaha to go to go back. I mean, to to start that shit there. And then it's like one time I never forget this shit. This is how my young boys they took it to a whole nother level though. I never would forget. I was uh, on the road in a hotel and I was watching like CNN late night, and uh, they was like. Omaha, Nebraska, the most notorious gang city, yeah. one of the most notorious gang cities in America. And they was like, the 16th and 16th Street Bloods. And I was like, damn. And that's you. Like, that's my fucking street, 16th and Victor. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, here's the thing. It, so now it's I a go part home, of the process. Yeah. I mean, now I go home and it's like, you know, it's like I'm a legend, you know. Not not just from the comedy, from the drug dealing, whatever. That's why the comedy shit never fazed me. And people are always like, you know how some people, they have a little success or whatever yeah. it is, and their head get big or whatever. That shit never bothered me because I've been famous my whole life. You've always had I a mean, spotlight since kindergarten. My uncles, my uncles. <laughs> no, I'm serious. My uncles <laughs> yeah. are like the most, my uncles were uh, wrestlers in the state. So my family's known as the best wrestling family in the history of the and state of Nebraska. And that's huge in Nebraska, yeah. So then... I had that. So then I wrestled. I won a state championship, and then I just couldn't take it no more. Yeah. It was too much pressure. So I started hooping. Yeah. So then I hooped. I did well. Then I went from hooping to selling crack. Yeah, it's usually got you know, So I've always been in the spotlight. <laughs> I've always been in the spotlight. I tell people before did I get you ready talk go, about this in your act? Yeah, I tell people. I tell them before I go, I tell you this. I tell people all the time, you know, it doesn't matter what the fuck happens. I've had a great life. You yeah. know what? I've ate the best foods. I've traveled all over the world. I've smoked the best weed. I've yeah. fucked the baddest bitches. Yeah. I've drank the best alcohol. Oh, my God. It doesn't God. matter what happens from here on out. Everything, this shit from here on out is just extra. Look at Woo! look at God. Look at uh, God. Patron. Hey, well, listen. That First of all, we have to have both of you guys come back. That's an amazing story. That I, like amazing. I feel like we only got like the prequel. That's yeah, my dope that feels like podcast. A, dope dealers podcast. Please That's, let let us know where we can find up the, the the podcast. Dope, at, every every outlet. Dope dealers podcast. Dope dealers podcast. Yeah. Any other social media handles you wanna uh, you wanna let us know about? On my IG T O B E H I X X at Toby Hicks T O B E H I X X. I'm definitely checking Dope that Dealers out. Podcast. Wow. Mine is real simple. He's <laughs> <laughs> watching just, the five heartbeats. Just, listen, that's it. Just get off my back. Hey, my, my first name Herman H E R M A N underscore uh, Rice W R I C E. It's it's it looks French, but it's not. It's just a W in front of Rice. My <laughs> family thought they was being fancy, but that's it. Just Herman <laughs> underscore Rice. Hey, my brothers, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank Please you all so much for thank coming you. in. Thank you. So glad you dropped by. All right, guys. Thank you for having me. That's freaking crazy. Oh my god. That was Who an amazing have, story. You yeah. would have known it. I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. My cul-de-sac was a lot, a lot more boring than that. <laughs> Cornelia Stradwick. I thought it was some food in the bag. No, it you is. know what's in the bag. I thought it was some food. I saw a little grease you so on it. I was like, oh, it go great with my It was Thank some you, food in the bag. <laughs> but no longer is there food in the bag. I stuffed. It's the bag that you started. Cornelia and Cal hosted for us. Do you know Travis Bond? Do you know him? We just met. Okay. How you doing, brother? You good? That's I'm, my church auntie voice. <laughs> How you, brother? You good? Praise him. 
Actually, I think when I first came to Crack 'em Up, I remember you on on stage when I first started coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I know her. She doesn't know me yet. Okay. We'll, we'll get to know each other. No, we know each other now. There we go. That's actually how we get the bag of questions. Is oh. When she and Cal hosted together, they came in and brought the questions. Butterman in the building. And uh, and now we kept that girl. We was like, oh, we love that. We'll keep that. We'll hold on to that. Wait, you so know why? Because it was we were I was we were in here like. How do they do this this long? <laughs> so I was like, yo, we got to do something. Cause I don't know how they pulling this shit right. off. Yeah. Oh, easy because you know, you be talking to people and people be talking shit and get but now this definitely adds to the conversation. No, for sure. And you especially know? when it gets a little risky and yeah. people <laughs> And then we can be like, let's reach in yeah. the back. Let's, 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 let's bring you let's back. Bring it on let's down. bring it back. <laughs> now to, but but honestly, just to comment on what's been happening early in the show, these have been the most amazing stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Now they yeah. they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. But they've been they're no, really it's awesome. Great. It really like is. people have literally been coming in with their straight, honest, like, here's who I really am. Yeah, what yeah. they you been know? talking about? What's uh, Toby Hicks was just talking about getting locked up in Oklahoma uh for counterfeit money that he served time for. Travelers. And, yeah. and Buddha and I didn't have to like search for him. He like came oh. down here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh then Joe Fox uh just this uh Made everybody discover that we've all been divorced. <laughs> That's wow. And Joe yeah. just broke divorced. free of his shit. And then we had Alex. And then, and then we had Alex Thomas. Oh, I'm so disappointed at Alex Thomas. What did he do? I didn't, I'm not disappointed in him. I'm just disappointed that, you know, we just didn't get more time. Oh, yeah. He gave us about 5% of his, his life, and it was amazing. We just wanted more. I just wanted more. I was just hungry for more. But then y'all can do like a special segment and, and then bring in yeah. like the hitters. But I, so I know? feel like it, it can only get better. Do, I know. Now, just for like, just for the energy, do we need to go to your your, your special bag right we, now? We need to go to the we bag to. But, because right. you need to pull out of the idea what you started. Put, this is, yeah, this is please, please. the innovation please. corner. Get, like, get in there. Get in there. Your girl starved. Okay, let me see. Can you do you eat? <laughs> I was waiting for the next part. I was like, eat I, uh, I eat. I'm a pescatarian, so I don't eat meat. I don't eat beef, chicken, just poultry, fish. just fish. Okay. Sometimes mm. even some and fish ain't even always available. And I don't cook it in my apartment because it stank. So most of the time, I just eat like a vegetarian. You microwave salmon. <laughs> you know, I don't have a microwave anymore. I got rid of it. Me, Me too. Either. So yeah, if you got to repeat some food, why, why it's going to take 30 minutes, honey. Microwave? Yeah. What's the microwave doing? I just the, What's all the that radioactive, all that I, you know cancer. What? And sometimes it's like it's just not worth, worth the risk. But once you don't have it, I, A, the, to me, the food tastes better. Do why don't you just hidden. plug your mic, mic, uh, your microwave outside? Well, it's not even for that for <laughs> me. I don't even like I find when anything. I had a microwave, I was going to the store and buying bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, I can microwave yeah. this. Oh, I can put this in the microwave. Stuff uh, that I don't, I don't need I, don't, I, don't, I like it for reheating purposes, not for like, you know. Yeah, yeah or defrosting. Facts. But listen, I'm going to tell you one thing. Around Thanksgiving, you put the oh, leftovers wait. in the oven. Huh? Them, them Thanksgiving leftovers be hidden when you put them in the oven. Forget that microwave. I met, I met a really weird habit. Someone used to like... They used to uh, seal their blunts in the microwave. 
they like you used to like lick it up and then you used to put it in the microwave. Oh, that is too much. I don't yeah. that's do a, that's any a drug, that's a microwave. Nothing. No microwave. That's from like New Jack City or something. I don't even understand that. What's your question? I'm sorry. My question is, and I don't. My question is, your worst set at crack them up. I mean, I don't. I don't remember specifically. I've had some that were never. <laughs> no, everybody has eaten it at some point. Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I've had, I've had um, but I don't remember a specific one. Can I get a new question? Yes, sure. please. Back in the bag. Don't put that one in the bag again. Put that one in the uh, in French fry grease. In the, in, the tra- <laughs> in, the tra- in the trauma bin. Like, you all trying to have people up in here. Like, oh, oh, my stripper name. <laughs> my stripper name would probably be like Auntie Amelia or some shit. What? Uh, Auntie I go, Amelia. Whatever I do, I'm always an auntie. What's the? Isn't there an equation to figure out your stripper name? The way Donald Glover got Childish Gambino. It was, uh, it was like a website. <laughs> the website. <laughs> no, and um, also too, they said just put what um, oh no, I think that was your rapper name. It was like the last thing you ate. Put Lil in front of it. Oh, shit. What and oh, what was your, what's the last thing you ate? Let me Google it really last quick. Last thing I ate was scrambled eggs. Oh, you little scrambled eggs out this B.I. Yo, thanks. Trans, to, what about you? Oh, I'm a little, I guess that would be like little Hershey. <laughs> okay. How about this? That's a real you, rapper name. You take your childhood's pet name as your stripper's first name and the street or one of your streets you lived on as your last name. I didn't have a pet so in own. Second Street. That's such a gnarly stripper name. <laughs> I didn't have a pet second street. <laughs> Coming to the stage. The second street. I didn't street. have a pet second, second street. street. Ra, 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 ra. If y'all <laughs> listening, that's the sound that makes when you booty The clap. money. Ra, 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 ra. <laughs> I would have been Lucky Aspen. Lucky Aspen? That's a good stripper name. Do y'all know there's a male strip club here in the hood called The Right Track? Y'all know about that one? No. It's it's for women to go in yes. to tip males. Aww. Dale, you have got to go as a comedian. You need to go to the right track. How do you spell it? Of course, like, the as right, a comedian. R-I-G- I don't know you if it's R I T E or R I G H T. You will for research for, as a comedian. No, trying, yes, girl. Not to not to see right slinging track. Richards in your face. No. You go to the right track and you can't touch the men. They they Good. dance in the middle of the floor. Mind you, they have an MC and it's this big muscle bound dude when I went. We mm-hmm. went for a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And he was like huge. Bro, happy happy whole, birthday. Right. And the whole time he was like, ladies, y'all ready for some more dangling? We like, yo. Fam. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's Can we ease into it? Oh that's what y'all came here, there for, right? right? Imagine. Somebody nope. looking like Arnold Can, Schwarzenegger, but black. Now I'm assuming Excuse it's his. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's specifically his word choice. If he used a different word other than dingling, would it have been a more appropriate? Duke. Penis. No, because he said it. So like what about every some more entertainment? He said, it "Ladies, y'all ready for some more sexiness?" It's like he started with the finishing move. Yeah. Yes, and kept yeah. doing so. it the whole night. <laughs> Ladies, y'all ready for some more dingling? We were like, you just asked. Ew. So according to this place, right, is that movie Chocolate, that Chocolate City movie, that a complete lie? Is that just not? What Chocolate City movie? The movie, it was like the black version of Magic Mike, and it had like Tyson Beckford and and it wasn't a lie, but Chocolate City was much nicer than the right track. So I just logged onto their, I got onto their Facebook page. Oh wow, really? Okay, you book that for me. And the very, (laughs) 
The very Bud, is on, <laughs> Bud is on his way after we leave here. No, it's it's hysterical. I know. I can't. The get last it thing. Share contact form. <laughs> the last thing. On they, the last right. big event that they had on their Facebook page was Rock Your Vote presidential celebration. You know, I respect at all that. New I right track. That. <laughs> at the all new that. right track. And there's a picture of Obama on the front, and it's d- obviously <laughs> a. For a strip club, there's like pictures of half naked dudes <laughs> and, around and it, and then Obama on the. Front. And then Cornelius right under Obama. 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, like, they be in there like <laughs> stripping it, and it's one stripper see? who's the, who makes their costumes. So they're like coming to the stage is so and so. He's also the costumer at the right track, and they be looking like they hmm. wearing Power Ranger clothes. Just mm. stripping, like so. One of the strippers designs their costumes, mm. mm-hmm. the dick sleeves and everything. There's, <laughs> you know, there's only one dude file. stripper that knows how to sew. <laughs> you said what about it? I'm gonna have to open up a case file. Cold case. Were you impressed with the costumes? Not at all. <laughs> and with the dinglings, were you impressed? Well, they have special costumes that they have to put the. <laughs> what? This is what. This is who strip. This is who it is. And I got a homeboy who who is a stripper now. He got locked up, came out. He was guy super buff in jail, and he needed a gig, so he was turning into a stripper. He could dance. It were there were it was a bunch of hood dudes, street dudes. A couple of them were cute, but they were like little or whatever. It's the dude who don't want to sell dope, don't want to work at the bank. He don't want to go to college, and he don't want to be an X-ray technician. And that's fine. He like you know what? Fuck it. These girls like me already. Mm-hmm. I can dance, and I'm a get. And chicks. I need a lot of attention. Yeah, and I can get women because all the girls go there to see their specific stripper homeboy, like stripper friends. One girl bought a stripper two pair of shoes while he was stripping. She walked in with the bag, like bag, took the shoes out the bag. He was stripping. She walked down to the stage, put the shoes down. He came up and kissed her on the cheek. How does she know what size he is? They I mean, you they were having sex. So, so what you're saying is that women do the same kind of. They trick off at the strip club just like men. Yes, oh, they yeah. do. and that's yeah. why I don't go. That's what's up. That's why I don't go. I, I wish I go? would. Yeah, I don't like. You gotta male, go just like, to see it. I don't. You believe have to research. You gotta research. see it. I, I, I spent all There is gold spent. material waiting in that club for you, Dell. You owe it to yourself as a comic to go and find out what's going on. I have a quick. Right. The next time can you I, go, uh, I only went there once. But if y'all want to go, we I can set it up. Can I throw out a question for all for all of you guys? <laughs> so I like to consider that this is a a, com- a comic community. Um, we <laughs> do you think that in that club they have their own community? Like they try to create a safe place within the community up up there safe place like what what the like hell like like the, <laughs> like a dick community what no no like, like like when you go up on stage safe, like it's a it's a, a, a it's a performer it's, to grab dick? it's like a performance like it's a safe place for oh, them no, they be looking out for each other <laughs> yeah that's like, what they I be like homies because they put their money in these little laundry baskets they're like legit laundry baskets so if Buddy Boy get like do a good job and he get more money, they'll actually put that money that belongs to him in his laundry. That so is what you, I wanted. Did you to find know. out the backstory of these strippers doing some Latin? <laughs> I was there. watching she the whole time. Ba- you know, I'm watching. You get to know some backstory. She works I'm there. I'm right low, low key. I, <laughs> I, I do need a gig. Okay, they hiring at the right track. <laughs> Bitch will work. I she take, gonna be right out there reporting. The most. I'm Cornelia Stratwick reporting live from the right track. The most, the most <laughs> ghetto Two male strippers got into an altercation tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the, right 
The most ghetto strip club I ever went to was in Baltimore, right? Mm. And it was, let's start there. It was in Baltimore. And apparently what used to happen was the dudes would steal the money out of the strippers' G-strings or whatever. So basically, you couldn't tip them with real money. What would happen is you'd have to go in, give them your real money, and they give you fake money. And then you tip the strippers with the fake money. And then the strippers turn into fake money for real money at night. That sounds like something my mom would call. All the money. Wait, it gets better. All the money was like Monopoly money, but with Tupac's face on it. Oh, no. You know what? That low-key sound kind of dope, though. No, that really... That low-key second of You know what? No. That's disgusting. That's like... That defeats the whole purpose of shaking it fast and watching yourself for the real money. Baltimore strip clubs are... are Tupac looking at you on the way down. It it did kind of take the sexiness out of it when you're like passing his Monopoly money on and trying to... Oh, you don't get turned on when you have If you're looking for sexy in a Baltimore (laughs) strip club... I mean, we need already low budget. If you're looking for sexy in a Baltimore strip club, I feel like we didn't get you deserve every Tupac bill. Hey, 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 no, Baltimore does have some fine strip clubs. This was just a hoodie one. This is just a Are hood you, one. Okay. The block, the infamous block in Baltimore. You talking about the Baltimore strip clubs where they, um, the the strippers offer you a drink and you don't realize that they're thirty four dollars because that's how they get paid. So you happen to a strip club in Baltimore? Allegedly, thirty four dollars. What club is this? Because they're they're not they don't really mean a drink. They're like, oh, will you buy me a drink? Buy me a drink? And you're like, okay, I guess if you want. Yeah, and you don't realize that that's like part of their thing. That's like how they make money. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so the drink is probably oh really God. like eleven dollars. The tip they. The, they're like, oh, I, I included the tip. It's, it's a whole menagerie schedule of Tupac bills and and and, and that's absorbent that's drink prices. Tupac yes. bills. You, you stripping in Bishop from Juice on your money? Hey, let, me, let me tell you all uh, something. It was actually me against the let world. Me, uh, let Tupac. Me <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you all the strip club yeah. I went to though back in the day. Back in the day, me and my homegirl, of course, Lord, <laughs> this man will kill me if he ever seen me out on the street again. Me and my homegirl, of course, we done did all the drugs we could possibly do to go. You know, like we were like we're hanging out. This is a, like a ladies' strip club. There was a one dude in there um, that was a transvestite, and he had recently got him a new vagina. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is. Nigga, you needed the surgery on the rest of the shit first. So this was basically oh. like 100% man. Sometimes you got to piece it together, Dan. Oh, but wait. I need you so to get had, the other shit don't first. So wait, he had, a, he had balls? Oh, no, he had a vagina. The, no, you had the, the vagina. One. He didn't have a hormone. But you to go still with had a size 13 foot. Oh. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, you can't so get a new like, foot? You no, you can't get a new foot, but you need to like special order some woman shoes. Swimming you cannot be stripping with the in the Iversons. What? Not Iversons, but like in the Iversons. Not Iversons, but you know how like if your grandma has a real big foot and like the orthopedic shoes, that big black shoe, like yeah. the big orthopedic like Jesus high heel set. Oh, no. It's not a it high. Was, it's like that three inch heel. But anyway, it's the kitten heel. The kitten. Okay, but also too, maybe the breast, a the breast wasn't done. 
Okay, and of course, you know, of course, now we're it's like an old man, an old like white man, because this man is white, an old white man, like that's like waiting on him to come out. And then it's me and my other homegirl who is also black. So, of course, you know, us smoking weed, doing fucking ecstasy, we got to go get right up on the coochie, like, so we can, like, actually see. Y'all need to investigate. Girl, we need to investigate. Like, this is the first time I've seen a fake coochie. So, we need to, like, see what it is, girl. Of what course, did it look like? It was a, a black whole girl i was like that is an abomination you know i was looking at it so it didn't have lips let me bring up a photo for everyone what is happening right now so anyway so so just just a photo my main thing is so so anyway so of course we had to go look for it but girl what i tell you when we went to look we could not even say two words because you know you know you smoke a weed you're drinking and you do an exit girl and i'm already like was he? Was he? That's and see, that's the thing is, he started he just all proud until we was in that corner laughing like, oh, oh, girl, no, Dale, you can laugh at his new vagina, oh, girl. When God. I tell you that man left out of there with the Lord, he left in the middle of his set. We was laughing so hard, like we could not but even wait, control this ourselves. This was a strip club with. Was he stripping as a woman? He yes, and that so was he the didn't pro- have breasts. He, wait, it was wait. like a bra on, like a push-up bra on, but like no. He didn't have no titties. Yeah, it was you like. You said this is a a, a a woman's strip club. Yes. You meant like there were. It was a regular traditional like. Like we, not, this was not the one with the guy where there's with like the dick sleeves. No, the, the we dick wasn't sleeves. going to see no men. We was, it was a woman's strip club because you oh. know you hang out in the women's strip yeah. club. You know you're younger. Okay, and here's the thing, and, and let's just for the record, your body, your choice. Like no problem uh-huh. with whatever mm-hmm. you you want to do. I, didn't, I wouldn't think that would go over well in a traditional strip club if there's a trans man, even if it was a, like a great surgery. It's like a lot going on. I, us either. Unless, us I mean, either. I mean, maybe you go to some strip or some strip clubs and there's little people there. They're little strippers. Oddities is what you're saying. Not for the, the little people. Yeah, but general. like sometimes, you know, people they people get hired because some people have a fetish. Hey, look, she's looking at me like, don't get fired. There are a lot of fetishes. No, there are you. a lot of fetishes, and, and, and he must have been one of them. But let me just tell you, they they they, they didn't let but, him come or back it's, after he's a man, He's a woman now. She is she. So she listen. wanted to, she was proud of her body. We use they, them pronouns here. <laughs> what, what are we supposed to say? I just want to put they it out them. there and they say, were, you're a man. Well, she got a coochie now, so she's so a girl. We have crazy girls down the street, right? Uh-huh. I'm just thinking of how she that would coochie. go over, right? If and, and don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some people in there that probably do like that side of the street, right? And just not, you know, like outwardly or whatever. But I'm just like, typically you think of a strip club as like, overly like macho and stereotypical like mm-hmm. very much like you said the maelstrom club was like yeah. that was over the top they could have toned it down a little bit and still would have fun that's a lot especially no, if your surgery is trans. trans night no trans your surgery night. was <laughs> this your surgery was successful but the rest of your shit is not successful because when i tell you the wig look busted girl i'm talking about the lord will drop you off some comedy even if you're not expecting and the that wig ain't, looked, that's but I was like, oh, you can girl, get a I, tight wig. I kept telling my homegirl, I was like, oh my god, he is a grandma fag. Del, I think we, <laughs> I think we have a show idea. I remember this sounds like a <laughs> really, like the, one of those um, repair like, my strip club. Like we all go to each strip club and we try to like make it like one step better. This sounds like um, 
you know, when you've kind of uh, gone through all of the documentaries on Netflix, yeah. <laughs> and and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna give this shit a try. It looks, yeah, looks interesting. No, at, that at the would very be least. the most interesting mm-hmm. thing. On you might Netflix. be sitting on a gold mine. This might be your Paramount thing. <laughs> You'd be like, what's this? This might be it. Paramount, get me on that lot right now. Call that shit uh, Black Hole. <laughs> Yo. Because like, I'm telling you, it was the worst thing I have ever seen. About. Did and it, look, was it baggy? Okay, no, I don't know. It was brand new. Because she said a hole. I mean, like, because you got, you know, something no, going it in wasn't there baggy. now. No, but, no, but, no, but here's, here's why we, here's what we had to go see. <laughs> because he kept, okay. like, I'm he sorry. didn't even want to take off his clothes. He just kept, like, like playing with that, you know what I'm saying? Like he just kept like fondling that and showing that to the, like all the guys, and we was like, so "Why is he yeah. so interested?" Like you know, that's what me when you're behind a stripper and they keep new. like showing someone else, like you're just like, "Why is he keep busting this one oh, move?" Because no. you know when you get them new titties, yeah, like hey guys, yes. look at my titties. <laughs> You know, people get like Invisalign. Yes. They be smiling yes. all in your face. Yes. You gotta show it off. You gotta show it off. Even so if it's said, not yes. perfect. I got this new snatch. <laughs> Even if you didn't wear your retainer, well, you we gotta, can't say yeah. he because it's, it's she. You're right. We what? Was like, she was like, I he. got this new snatch. We use snack. they, them he. pronouns. They, them. He. She has a vagina now. So Listen, she's a woman. Yeah, thank, they thank, have a vagina now. Thank goodness for, for Max. He's saying we actually have to wrap up. Um, thank God. And because, because of my uh, cul-de-sac upbringing. It's perfect timing. <laughs> I just told Michelle to come on down for the wind down. And we just want to reiterate, listen, your body, your choice. But we want to recommend if we can find some, maybe we need to start like a GoFundMe for like better doctors or something no, to Columbia or no, Thailand or something. This was back yeah, in the day where like you'd really need a happy. lot of money from like plastic surgery. So he probably just only had enough money for that one. You, you know said what I'm a black hole. I'm talking about a straight black hole. Hole. Doesn't even sound sanitary. Then, yeah. Like I don't understand. First, what... It's not sanitary, okay? Because it's not a real pussy. And let me just tell you, um, when I tell you, you know, we kept seeing the silhouette like behind them, and that's what made us have to be like, what is going on over there? That like, cause you know, a person keep busting out this fallback move with the legs cocked open. We like. Why does he keep doing that? This First is not all, even no dance. That move. costs thirty eight hundred dollars. I, I think. <laughs> The, the, Everybody the knows when you the buy something. Vagina? Yes, when you save up, no matter like when you buy something. How do you know the price? No, I, well, I'm every dude has a lot of new vagina. No, no, no. First of all, <laughs> a new vagina should probably cost a lot more than thirty eight hundred. What I'm saying, based on the way that you told me that, yeah, yeah it was yeah. depicted. Yeah, that sounds like. At that best. was definitely a discount vagina. It sounded like a thirty-eight hundred dollar vagina. Yeah, that was definitely a discount vagina. Yeah, I'm 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 good with everything I have, but if I was gonna switch out, I I need like you know, it would probably cost me like fifty-eight. That's what I, I would had. A, a, I had a ninety-six, ninety-five Saturn, <laughs> and then we bought a nineteen ninety-eight, and the Saturn was six thousand dollars. Exactly. So so that sounded like a thirty-eight hundred dollar. <laughs> He had, a, he had a less than Saturn new vagina. <laughs> yeah, I, need you to, I need you to edit out all of this. <laughs> okay. This, this okay. whole, not, but no, no, no. Okay. Just, the, just the last four minutes. Just, just, the, <laughs> just the last. Just the last four minutes. All right, just well, the I'm last. get out of here. Okay, give us your ads. Kenny, always great to share any microphone with you. You can find me on all social media at Cornelia. Also on Thursday, 7 to 9 on Dash Talk X. Yes. You can find me on the No Flex Zone. 
co-hosting with Flex Alexander, comedian, actor, and Buddy Lewis. And also have another podcast on iTunes called Happy Hour. Check that out. It's on iTunes and, and all apps where podcasts can be heard. Social media at Cornelia. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Bye. Hey, and I'm going <laughs> to see you at the, See you at the right track. Oh, don't. Uh, look, I'm <laughs> at the wrong song. track. The wrong <laughs> At the wrong track. And thank you for the Yelp review. Now we know where to go to find the best strip clubs. <laughs> oh, my God. There she is. Executive oh, producer man. Michelle Murdoch walking in. Where's your drink? Hey, hey, hey. Mark Sully. Well, first of all. Why are you Coming still babysitting up. over there, too? You I was waiting I for Michelle so we could toast. I lost it. It's oh. still open. Oh. Yeah, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to have to down this oh, one myself. Travis Bond, Mark Sully. Nice Mark Sully was you. on nice the 8 o'clock show. Killed oh. it. Mark, I've heard a lot of good it. things about this 8 o'clock show. <laughs> yeah, this 8 o'clock show is all that. Yeah, Mark Sully, you, you, you tore it down a little bit? Uh, I've I had a lot of fun. Okay, I definitely did. I walked off and I was sweating my ass off. So I think I, I gave it what I got. You, 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 you <laughs> when you're having it. fun, and that's I usually what happens. Hey, <laughs> yep, you killed it, Nichelle. Uh, how how was it tonight for you <laughs> as the executive producer? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna kill my friend Debbie. Why? Get on the podcast. She made me late. Oh no! Yeah, and you know what? I was gonna call you too and be like, "Hey," but I was like, "Mm, "I'm gonna be getting there, cutting it too close." Really? Because see, I need to be. The door is open at seven thirty, and so I need to be here. Yeah, by like that's why I didn't call. (laughs) And so, you know, if Debbie's hearing this, God bless you. But bitch, I swear to God, <laughs> she made me late. So and she didn't so, come. Well, she she just was late. She left. She didn't get to my house until like seven twenty five, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I, okay. I need to leave by seven. Oh, okay. So, you know, so I well, just call me at six thirty and be like, hey, get your ass over here by seven. Yeah. But I I eventually made it here. And the first show was packed. I can yeah. say, yeah, yeah, yeah the first, first show, show was off the head. You better look at God. Really yes. and I and I have to say, everyone from the warm up to the end, which is Alex Thomas, you know, they killed it. Yeah. And Mark, this was your first time being here. First time. And first you time. fucking killed it. Thank you. You wow. ripped it. Wow. And you promoted. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Wow. We just busted a uh, crack 'em up Thursday cherry. Cherry. <laughs> there we go. Ooh. Crack 'em up Thursday cherry. Yeah, yes. Cherry time. Cherry it. top and pop. It was, and it was good because you were hosting. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank you so you much. Got everyone up. I think we were done. We were just about maybe 10 minutes off. Okay. Because, you yeah. know, trying to, you know, you want to keep it. Keep it tight. Keep if it it's tight. going well, yeah, yeah. 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 Keep it going with the energy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Alex yeah. came in and, like, just straight killed it at the end. He mm-hmm. killed it. Yeah. And then, really like I it. said, all the comedians on that first show really rocked it. The second show, they rocked it. It just, it was a different crowd. It was. Because, yeah. you know, it just, it is what it is. And that's what we're, you know, learning yeah. is, is, so, you know, it's great when you get two great shows. Or I won't say great shows, but great crowds. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you're going to get one that's more the other, but, you know, and you guys promoted that. Get on the mic some more. Two on the first show. So. Perfect. Yeah. No, I mean, but I I think that's also the beauty of what what you provide here. If you go out on the road, it's going to be different every single time. Every single set. And if you're not prepared. If you're if you're if you're not aware of you know who's who's in the crowd or how many or if you're not strong enough to say you know what I don't care who's in the crowd 
I want to do do my thing. That's what's that's the beauty of coming up here to crack them up, and you you you've been building stars for for years and yeah. years and years. Yeah. And you got to you, you listen. Gotta get your shit together. It's, yeah. It's not a. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, everyone would do, it. and especially running the show. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen years. He was saying twelve earlier. I'm like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen and October fourteenth. Oh wow. wow, where did I get twelve from? It's okay. It's, it's still okay. forever. I feel. Don't want to undersell. Still, yeah, goodness. It's that's, still forever. But wow. I want to say, Mark. So how you know? Again, how long have you been doing comedy? Um, I started doing comedy. In January, actually, so less wow. than a year. You're hilarious. Thank and you. Your videos on Instagram are <laughs> hilarious. Thank you. Thank and, you so much. And I'm, you know, just proud of you for just being who you are yeah. and standing out and just doing it. Exactly. It's so. like you said. Um, you gotta adjust to the crowd and like you know yeah. be prepared or just say fuck it. I'm just going. Oh, sorry, I don't know if I'm cursed, but anyway. Um, it's or just t- say, fuck it's it too go. late now at this point. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want it in post. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, just go for it. Yeah. And being a gay comic, sometimes, like, I don't know how the audience is going to react, you know? Because right. I talk about things that I want to talk about that resonate with me. And I feel like if you just bring your true self, they'll connect. They'll, yeah. they'll yeah. find the vibe. Yeah. yeah, we all find a way to relate. Yeah. 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 And especially in here, because it's an intimate crowd, mm-hmm. it's yeah. an intimate room. Yeah. They're going to connect with you. And. We put a variety. We put everyone up. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice house so, for sure. And the, I can say is the 8 o'clock is ready to receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're in there and they're like, you know, as soon as you look at their faces, they're mm-hmm. smiling like, hey, girl, what you got? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just love it. so. My, but you know what? I can say from hosting a 10 o'clock show because before the 8 o'clock show came along, um, I would be like so pumped to host the ten o'clock show. Yeah, like the ten o'clock show, they're be. ready, they're ready. But also too, it is about reading the audience, gauging to. it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you got to get to know them. You can't just be like, "Hey guys, here's these seventeen things I wanted to talk about." You got to right. be like, you know, especially as a host, you got to be like, "Hey guys, oh, yeah. what's up with y'all?" You know, yeah. so because if it's not hitting, switch it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and you, it can never be, a, you know, as the host, it can mm-hmm. never be about you. You know, right. you you always have to. Your goal needs to be to unite the room so that everybody else can kill, and then you'll kill in the process. But yeah. it, it can never be like, "Hey, I'm gonna bust this set out." You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, since this is your first time at, at Crack 'Em Up, uh-huh. Dale has her her bag of questions. All right. Normally, you reach in and you 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 get your own question, but we switched it up today. It's your first okay. time. All right. I, I, I promise you, I don't even know what this what this question is. I'm actually this is a little the nervous right now. <laughs> you should be. This says, when is the last time you've had a one-night stand and what line sealed the deal? Mm. It's a two-part question. Two-part question. Last, last time I had a one-night stand was July 4th. Oh. It was bomb. My was God. Fresh. Yeah. It July was 4th, 2018? Yeah, 2018. Oh, my God. He's and not playing around. <laughs> He's a slut. Not playing with y'all at all. Uh, ho, uh, ho. Um, I uh, was at a barbecue, met my met. This cool guy, whatever, we were vibing, and it was it wasn't really a pickup line. It was more like, a, "Are we doing this?" And yeah, and then we did. Uh, you know, I don't know if that question was for a gay man because <laughs> y'all have a lot of one night stands. Right, but what, what, well, that was a very that was a very but, manly answer, like right, like so because right. you got to think about it. So so like if if you're a guy and you're you're at the uh, you know like you said you're at a cookout mm-hmm. and you meet a nice young lady, right? If 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 
if her mindset was the same as yours, it wouldn't be a long conversation. Right? Right. No. So I he mean, was like, he's like, listen. Yeah. Hot, these hot dogs are amazing. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of time Let's are you on? I feel like it's easier for gay men, though, because it's all that testosterone. I mean... It can be easy. Or is it a misconception? I think it is a slight misconception because, uh-uh. like, no one's just going to open it up. You know, you got to be vibing and, like, you know, yeah. see, read the way you read a crowd. You got to read the person, you know? Yeah, yeah. So some, some people won't be into it, but some people might. So shoot your shot. So where was it at? It was at a cookout, right? In West Hollywood. I know, fun. meaning at the cookout, but oh. then where did y'all take it to? <laughs> Whose place? <laughs> we took it to mine. It was closer. Uh. Mark Sully getting the fast life going out here in Hollywood. I'm just a Miami thought at heart. (laughs) How long you been in California? I've been here since November. Oh, wow. Yeah. Welcome to L.A. Congratulations on the move. Thank you. Thank you. How you liking it? It's been an adjustment, you know, but it's cool. I'm down. Mm -hmm. What's, What's the biggest adjustment for you? The biggest adjustment is probably the drivers, man. I mean, Miami, they drive crazy, but here people are just rude, you know. But it's cool. I in Miami, you pretty much learn how to drive via Dukes of Hazard. You know, they right. give you a copy of that, and you just it's dirt roads, <laughs> no lanes. If you ain't letting me it's a over, a lot of you, roads in Miami. It is. If you ain't letting me over, you coming with me then. <laughs> that's about it. Just it's a lot of driving out here. How was the um? How was the comedy traction happening now that you're transitioning from another home city? Um, well, actually, I was mainly just acting out there. I okay. wasn't even like doing the stand-up game. Wow! I didn't really break. So in you until just I, started until I got out here. Yeah. Wow! And you, you are so good. Thank you to have just started. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you because no. I admire you so much. You're Thank amazing. you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, that's just freaking awesome. So, what was the last project you did in Miami? Uh, the acting la- project. The last project I did was a uh, indie short. It was really cool. Okay. Yeah. Man, um, you know, you just never know about a person. That's right. And now you're out here. Yep, focusing on um, the comedy. Ron Taylor just walked in another (laughs) bad papajama on the microphone. What's going on, good people? How you doing? Hey. Doing good. Ron is our youngest, oldest person to hit the comedy store. (laughs) That's funny. No, I'm not the youngest. Well, I might be the youngest, actually. But that's neither here nor there. How I'm old are you, Ron? Back. I'm 20, what am I, 26? All right, we're the same age. Yeah, 26, you know, I've been sitting back listening to all these stories of uh, sweet, sweet uh, homosexuality. <laughs> 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 I've been confused, aroused, and confused again. There you go. <laughs> all in the same uh, three minutes. As long so. as you were touched and affected, that's all that matters. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> That's how you know you're alive. It always starts with a touch. There it is. I was affected. Unfortunately, I wasn't touched yet. But, you know, we still got time. It ain't 2 o'clock yet. There's always July 4th. There's always next July 4th. There's always July 13th. Oh, it's Friday the 13th tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Today, now, because it's after 12. Um, Ron, same question for you. When was your last one-night stand? And what line sealed the deal? I've never had a one night stand. What? Never had a one night stand. I don't have game like that. That I'm means he right. has somebody listening. No, 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 no I'm not mad. I'm not <laughs> Who are you talking to, fam? <laughs> Listen, I've never had a one night stand. I'm, I have not uh, had the game for it. All my one night stands, they started off at, uh, 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 trying to be one night stands, and they end up being what they call one year one night stands. <laughs> well, that means you definitely had a. Like, uh, do it on the first night encounter. 
Yeah, but then you know, I'm because I was raised right. I call them the next day. And I'm like, you, you want coffee? Do you know what we call those in my in my culture? What do you say? We that? call those a mensch. A what? A mensch. What does that mean? It means they're like a damn good dude. I guess. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. 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 And okay. it's it's noble to be a mensch. Yeah. But I don't want to be that. I want to be a sleaze black. You could be sleaze that too. Black. We have another word for that. Fucking, I just want to hook up with a girl one night. Oh, I take that back. I had one one night stand. It was in Panama. Okay. As all one night stands happen. Yeah. How and, much? Uh, it was a hundred and twenty dollars. That's not a one night stand. <laughs> it was a one night stand. What are you talking it's about? It's a transaction. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Here's the deal: in Panama, it's illegal, and well, it, she wanted so two hundred. Illegal or it <laughs> oh, is? Oh, well, you legal. didn't say it that. It is legal. Oh, okay. You didn't say that you made fifty dollars off of it. So well, here's now, the deal. Now it, that she wanted everything. she wanted two hundred. I gave her one hundred, and she said something in Spanish. I didn't understand what she meant, but I got the sense that she said, "No, this is not enough." So I gave her another twenty dollars. That was one hundred and twenty. She wanted two hundred. So, you know, we got to fuck around for 120. Now, I was so drunk that I couldn't fuck her, so really I lost the money. It was the easiest 120 wow. she ever made. Oh my yeah. god. My dick, I mean, can you say that on here? Yeah, Ron Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. It's been said so many times tonight, <laughs> oh, just okay. by the way. My Jimmy was uh was not was not <laughs> at attention, so uh I didn't get to uh uh you know, really get down. But it was a fun time, man. It was a fun time. So what y'all do? Talk all night or what? No, I could, she spoke Spanish. I didn't know what she was talking about. Oh, my God. She kept talking God. that shit. I'm like, look, <laughs> <laughs> speak like my talk. Don't speak that talk. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, never had a one-night stand. You thought you were up $80, and you end up losing 120 uh, The closest thing I had to a one-night stand outside of the transaction that I made in Panama was when I was in uh michigan i was in chesterfield michigan for the michiganders out there that's about on 26 mile i was at a club called new york new york okay and there was a white girl named gabby i don't know her last name but her name was gabby <laughs> most white girls are named Gabby. So. yeah long story short yeah. she wanted to uh make sweet sweet love to me because i was black and she was white and uh is that what she said pretty much i mean i'm wrapping it up right now of course but uh, we went to her trailer home. She had two kids and a cat. Why wouldn't you? Two kids and a cat. <laughs> and the only thing I remember in particular was that she, <laughs> this is pretty nasty, that she went to the uh, bathroom, not the bathroom, the kitchen sink. Okay. Again, this is a trailer. So this is like 10 feet away. So the bathroom and the sink are pretty much the same thing. The bathroom me. was a bathroom. But I was just thinking like, man, she went to the kitchen sink, which was like right there. It was like <laughs> right there. And she spit something out. Something that was in her mouth, she spit it out. Okay. And, and I remember this because she said, sorry that I didn't swallow. I was like, what, what, are, you, what are you apologizing for? Oh, my for? God. <laughs> After you have it, I don't care what you do with it. I don't care what you do with it. You all can right. plan it for all I care. Shout out to Jeff Hort. <laughs> We're gonna I to think that's an excellent We're really note to, uh, copy to end that. on. There we go. We're going to copy yes. that and save that for, someone, for the rest of our lives. <laughs> for sure. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are we done? We We're are done. done. Yeah, we're done. Yo, it is. It wait is, a minute. Wait a minute. Can I say this before it's we end? Almost seven o'clock in the morning. Before we end, <laughs> why is it every time I'm on here, bro? Every time I'm on here, I say three sentences, <laughs> and then it's time to go. <laughs> we have two shows, and we, you come in for the last like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you always come in last. You come in only like to midnight. 
right. Next Thursday, I'm gonna be in this bitch at 6 p.m. <laughs> yo, yo, Ron, and if, you can come and here you're early not gonna get any words. All your disgusting stories. Yes. They're not dis- I didn't ask that. But you could have asked me about the GOP. She you asked, asked what me. line did you use. Oh, Not what did she spit I out. didn't use no line. I just had an afro, and she said, I've never kissed somebody with big black lips like that. And I said, all right, fine. It was racist, but you know what? I'm going to deny God's work. <laughs> where, can we, where can we find you on social media and online? What we got going on? You can find me on everything at Comedian Ron T. Whether you Google it or put an at sign above it, you can find me at Comedian Ron T. I'll be here next Thursday at 6 p.m. <laughs> and if at 6.05 they say, all right, we're wrapping up, then y'all know that they bullshit. <laughs> all right, brother. Where can we find you at? Uh, you can find me on the, pretty much everything. Sully St. Sully. S-U-L-L-Y-S-A-I-N-T-S-U-L-L-Y. There we go. There we go. We Maxigram. You. you can find me at Maxigram. That's M-A-X-E-E-G-R. A.M. Yes. Please, guys. Nichelle Murdoch is the executive producer. You can follow her at Nichelle Murdoch. That's Nichelle with an N. It's also produced by All Things Butta, All Things B-U-T-T-A-H. You can follow us on, you can follow me at I am D-E-L Harrison on everything. That is also my website. I am D-E-L Harrison. And please do me a favor. Follow Crack 'Em Up Comedy Show on Facebook. Crack em up LA on Twitter and crack em up Thurs on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Please share it with a friend. Listen, download, thank yes, you, yes, yes, and we'll yes, see yes. you next time. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Be sure to come out and check us out every Thursday night at 10 p.m. in the belly room. Buy tickets at thecomedystore.com. I'll see you at the door. <laughs>